Sports Shop. I'll let you lick the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa, I'll take it to the candy shop. Yeah, boy, one taste of what I got. Uh huh. I'll have you spending all you got. Come on, keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You might have done that one before, but. I feel like I have. It wasn't like that if you did. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting to the point where I'm going to start doing ones that I've done because I don't know. Term only knows four years worth of hip hop songs. Yes. Because, uh, and one a week, that is. <laughs> one a week for four years. And that's about all he's good for. Um, Like I wanted to do. Uh, you know, you're out of fucking songs when you got to start <laughs> focusing on ad libs. You're like, oh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Those the are candy shop. Those are important. <laughs> it makes it or breaks it. I wanted to do a. I'm in love with the cocoa. You had to have done that one already. I'm in love with the cocoa. <laughs> you see, from how subdued to how extreme you can do it. I'm in love with the cocoa. <laughs> I want to hear Billy Eilish cover do that a, song. Do Coco? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is my dream. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everybody, to another installment of. The TPS Reports Podcast. Eilish? Eilish? Eilish. 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 Um, how's everybody doing? We are back from our uh, Ever Wild weekend. And was it ever wild? And uh, we did some vacationing independently, but yeah. I had a great week. How was your vacay? A little rocky. A little rocky. Did we you didn't go to the, go rocky to the Rockies. <laughs> Hold on a second. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Uh yeah, so we both we played um Everwild a week ago. Tropedelics mm. Festival in Ohio. It was outstanding. Had a good time. Honestly, like really uh because Tropedelics like a very established, they're a big band, but it's like they're not like necessarily household name they're big. Not a household yet, name. But it's like so it's like yet they have their own this festival right and so i've been to festivals and i've thought like if we wanted to throw palmer squares fest oh my it, it god would, just, would it be a disaster exactly it's just so there's so much that goes into it and watching how it well would be woodstock 99 but yeah only the rape and the poo puddles yeah, just rape and poo <laughs> <laughs> so they had they had like all the good stuff there was no rape no poo no poo no rape <laughs> minus the two hours before our set uh, i had lots of poo right uh, going on. it was contained mm-hmm so, uh, but no, I was very impressed just overall, not only with Super their, impressive. them as a band, but they obviously have the resources in place to set up a legitimate thing. They got the, the, the fucking, think about it, all that stuff, renting porta potties and the golf carts and the property. You got to pay for the, Building they a built, stage. built a stage in the open site. They had two stages. Clearly only one of them was like part of the property. Food vending. It's a lot of employees. Camping space. It's just impressive. like, yeah. Like, uh, I admire those dudes. Your girlfriend got like a, a scar on her eye. She she cut her eye. Well, she wouldn't shut up, so I had to teach her a lesson. <laughs> yeah, the backhander went. Hold on, where is it? Time you shut your cake hole, Yoko. Wait. Women. <laughs> Women. That's my favorite. <laughs> so the last time we went camping, we hung a uh, like a headlamp 
uh, from the like the ceiling of our tent. Yeah, to be a little nightlight. We have a thing like that, too. and we left it there. We forgot, so she set up. She was setting up the tent, uh, and I think she just like like wept out a towel to like get get all the the dust off or whatever. Whoosh. And it and it and it like flung the thing, at her. yeah, right into her face. Well, either way, it wasn't like a serious injury, but like it drew blood, and you were you know. But either way, they had like it she- drew. Go job. Where's your? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like they were. I, I don't think anybody was super concerned. Like, oh my god, it's gonna get infected it was not or something. A big deal but they were like, hey, get on the cart. We're gonna go clean it up. You know what I mean? They had people there for. I think they were like, uh, you know, we haven't had an opportunity to do this yet. Right. We're really if it prepared. were a more serious injury, we wouldn't know what to do. But it's just a little blood. So They're like, damn, we have I thought her head was falling off. <laughs> we do have band aids. Come with us, miss. Right. Um, but it was it was just great. The whole festival was terrific. Uh, Good set. Good time. Good camping out. Good tunes. I hate my father. <laughs> uh, I don't hate my father. Um, yeah, we had a really great time. And then the two of us, each, uh, we brought our chicks, our broads, will you? and uh, Our slam pieces, quite you. frankly. And uh, <laughs> we each went on our own little trips. It's like how disrespectful of names can we assign? My slit. Yeah. <laughs> I brought my pocket pussy to Everwild. <laughs> Uh, My slit so is like worse than racial slurs. It's fucking. It just sounds slurs. It, it cuts deep. Pun intended. We um. <laughs> so we each went on our own respective trips. Honestly, in like two different directions. We had me and my girl had planned that we were going to go to the Smokies for right. my birthday, and then when we booked this, the festival was this date, and it was like perfect. We'll just take all our shit and then straight south from the festival. So then you guys made your own little thing. Yeah, we had, uh, when Melina was able to get the time off of work, there was extra time than we had anticipated. She had like the whole week. So we're like, we shouldn't rush home either. So yeah, we, we figured out a little extra vacay to do as well. But like, before we even leave Everwild, um, you know, I do want to comment on just like, uh, shout out Tropodelic and just their their fan base. That is, I'm always a little nervous. Not that that's anything new. Us being insecure about <laughs> fitting in on the fucking lineup of wherever we're performing. Right? Oh, are they gonna like us? Are we too fucking oddball? <laughs> do we suck? We suck, right? You don't like us, do you? That's, that's us, us before that's, every yeah, show. That's us forever. In the mirror, <laughs> it's always been, always will be us. Um, <laughs> we just cry. <laughs> you don't like me. We're uh, like Robert De Niro in Raging Bull. How he's like, how Jake Kilmana gets ready in front of the mirror, but yeah. he's got he stinks. I'm more like, um, and he's got all this confidence. I'm more like Dirk Diggler, end of Boogie Nights, except it's only like three inches soft, and I'm just like, you're a fucking rock star, right? Like, yes, get out there. Um, but no, it was such a fun <laughs> weekend. Um, but dude, I like something. Something got me in my belly right before our set. It's like if Mark Wahlberg would have done that little goof <laughs> where you. Undo your zipper and you stick I, by, your by finger the way, out. I was giving myself a lot of credit when I said three soft. Soft? Who knows? It's a fucking crapshoot at that point. Let's uh, just three. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> three hard soft. Who's counting? Who's counting anything? Inches. We had uh, the set went great, but for like the two hours before the set, like my t- stomach was flipping. There's always yeah. some a pre-show dump. That's pretty standard. As soon as they're like, "You guys almost ready?" Be like, "Yeah, give me five minutes. Just gotta go make sure the tank is empty." But like, I might stomach. Your body was, is. We'll just tell you a way to be like, "Eh?" It'll try and fuck with you. I went to the porta potty or the other bathroom. I was just wherever there was an open seat. I hit it probably half a dozen times in the like hour before our set, where I was just I couldn't fart like comfortably without thinking there might be a funk at the end of it. Like I couldn't. So I'd be laying just like, I was sitting in the tent trying to just settle my belly. And then I was like, I got to go get up again and fucking walk across the thing and basically go sit and not shit because I can't trust. I won't shit in the tent. You know, like I had that. So I was, 
I was very upset that that had to hit. And somehow it 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 uh it, I turned a corner it right dissipated. before the set. Yeah. And it just like we went on to have a fucking awesome set. And back to what I was saying about the insecurity, it just seems like the crowd is so receptive. We're not like the same style as a lot of the other groups on the bill or that's again, a good traditionally thing. yeah like it, it does make us stand out i guess we should acknowledge that it's usually a what great do we want thing. to give them what everybody else is giving them um so it was just uh, an excellent set so then the first night we were there um you guys you and your girl didn't make it or you did but you didn't stay you came there late you came late you checked out trop and then you guys we booked left. the hotel because how late we were gonna come Right. Um, it's funny because I, like, I brought all this booze. I was like, all right, first night's going to be the fucking, we're all just going to set up camp and get sloshed. And my girlfriend is not a big drinker. So it's just like, right. once you guys were like, hey, by the way, last minute, we're not staying. I was like, well, I'm getting hammered. Like, I I brought enough for... I'll blame her. <laughs> I knew. I was letting so my So I was down. pretty lit up. I was drinking uh, tequila all night. And I was checking out the vendors when... Or just before you got there one of the vendor tents but down by the main stage had just boxes of vinyl and they also crates free. of wax yeah it was as just they say and, and it said free on all of them so i was like are, you guys are just giving this away and they're like yeah we don't want this shit it's take it's it all shit. they were like take, take it. it all and i was like well i'm not taking all. it's it's a lot so but i i'm drunk i'm having a good time and i'm sifting through it mostly stuff i don't recognize and then like uh i just happened that's to notice stuff. That's yeah, how you find i start seeing uh, i recommended maria maldauer on this podcast months ago year ago maybe i don't even know just a random find out of a crate uh so random find out of this crate i, I see it there's like all right we got this we got that we got this lady crystal gale all right not, another crystal gale Three Crystal Gales. All right, then another one, another one. Crystal Gale again. And Maria Maldauer, <laughs> eat your heart out. I, I, I like. I was just drunkenly giggling to myself, bored. But I'm like, I'm, I don't know who Crystal Gale is. Turns out she was rather a somebody in like the '80s. <clears throat> I, I brought it up when I, was, when I was telling. Yeah, we looked it up, and I she was, looks like uh, Jackie from that '70s show. I find like she's a good looking lady. She's cute. Um. So anyway, I find like 30 records. I'm just like, I'm like laughing to myself. Like, the Crystal Gale doesn't stop. It was like a Pepe Sylvia and always suddenly like, I got boxes of Crystal. <laughs> I was just like, there's so much. And I just found it funny how many albums of this one lady were in this box. of, And I, and I was unfamiliar with her. And then I was like, wouldn't it be funny? And this, we, we don't play for 24 hours still. I'm just enjoying myself on night one. But I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if I took all these? They're free. I may as well just take all of them. And then, uh, like, I'll give them out. Then, like, oh, what I'll do is I'll give out. I'll be like, who wants a with or without it vinyl? And I'll toss one to somebody. And then I'll be like, how funny would it be, basically, if we or any act starts giving out free, like, tons of free vinyl, and it's not their music. Let's it's just honest. all somebody else. And it's like, make some noise for Crystal Gale, y'all. It would have been, <laughs> it would have been more ideal if we could have given them crystal crystal gale albums in with or without its sleeves right well look we life isn't we predictable like this but uh, it was great cuz you we get, also don't have wowie sleeves you get the you like get that. the pop from the crowd that's like all right they're giving out records so it's like who wants another one yeah i basically this is one of those so stupid insecure ideas i'm like i was th amped about it the night i was taking all the crystal i found some bill cosby's in there too i was like Anything i'm going to bring all these on about to do on stage the day before right on stage, you're like, this is gonna suck. While I have like, this is gonna flop. Don't do it. Diarrhea. Don't do it. A fucking hour before set time. I'm just like, by the way, the Crystal Gale bit is probably really stupid. I don't need to be trying it's to so think stupid. about that. You're gonna shit your pants because of it. It's gonna waste a lot of time on stage instead of, um, you know, performing more time. You're gonna uh, push waste out of your ass. So, anyways, I'm just like, I'm like, ah, fuck it. So I bring them all on stage, and it was just like. It worked. Finally. It like honestly gave me confidence in some of my like, this is so stupid, it's not even worth it. Like whether it's a rhyme or like an idea for a movie or a fucking scene or something. It's like, ah, these are all dumb 
this is too stupid. Like, it's a waste of time. But it was, like, such a hit. And then, like, every, everybody was commenting after. Just, like, Crystal Gale was a big, like, inside joke, basically. And we gave out all these fucking albums. I, at one point, I was mixing it up. And I was like, we got some Cosbys in here, too. I found some Bill Cosby. Ooh, this one's called Revenge. And then I handed one out. And I was like, here's a Cosby for the lady. And I didn't even realize, like, how funny that was in saying. And I just, it was a lady with her hand out. I was like, she Cos- wanted it. A Cosby. She wanted she it. She was asking for <laughs> it. She was asking guys. for it. <laughs> she needed the cause but it was just a, it's a good show I, I loved it that was yeah it was just so funny and then i took a clip and i was like put the crystal get your crystals up crystals up everybody's holding crystal gale records in the air i was like i did it this, should, was, this was my joke we should really <laughs> try and get her on the next album yeah um she's incredible and no joke the next night after everwild uh, my girlfriend and i had an airbnb cool ass airbnb i posted some shit uh on our instagram about it it was we knew that going into it it's uh it was this like re uh refurbished if you will but it was um they they just like decked out their location to look like um like a juke joint like an old mississippi blues bar and they had a pool table and literally like this i'm trying to get to the fucking photos go slower um but yeah we stayed here and they had a record player and, and so it was just like this destiny i still had it it looks like um the place in that they drink in death proof where uh how about Doshatrus? The girl gives uh, Kurt Russell a lap dance in Mexico. Um, so it was just a great time. I can't say enough great things about this juke joint location we stayed at. But anyways, it's, it's really like cool. I had, I still had some Crystal Gales that I didn't. I, I gave out so many, and we're we're tossing these records out, and I still had like three that were left over. And I was like, even when we came out to do pressure with Trop, I like had them in my hand, and I was just like, for the people that were at our set to keep prolonging the dumbass joke. Um, Anyways, I went to this Airbnb. I listened front to back three Crystal Gale records. Just Fuck got yeah. drunk and listened to. I like at a certain point we were playing everything. We were just starting to play their record collection. We're throwing on Janis Joplin and uh, Dinah Washington, and we got the Kinks. Love me some Dinah Washington. Yeah, I'm just like going through stuff. There was just this. Uh, there was a Herbie Hancock. I'm just going through their record collection and playing vinyl. And I was like, wait a minute, I got Crystal in the car. As a goof, we put one on, and then me and my girlfriend are both like, we don't mind this, right? Like we're both cool with. Yeah, we're going to keep it on. The rest of the night was Crystal Gale. I put so. on some Dinah Washington <laughs> on our trip, and my girl was like, I found out that she annoys my girl. Your girl was like, you blew it! Well, I downloaded three hours of Dinah Washington, because <laughs> I knew we weren't going to have service in the national parks. Yeah, me and my girl went to the Smokies, and uh, unbeknownst to us, there's there was a hurricane. There's a new hurricane by now. That hurricane's already old news. I knew about the hurricane. I didn't realize it was all the way like inland. It's like collateral. So Hurricane Fred in the Gulf. Hurricane Fred. Fucking pissed all over the Smokies for the entire week that I booked for yeah. my birthday. Did you get a refund or did you lose that money? They refund a little bit. Um, Ouch, not for a each lot day of it. they keep ten dollars or something like that. It wasn't wasn't a big deal. But uh, we got like one night in. <clears throat> the first night we arrived there. Uh, and we got to have like one nice meal and make a fire. I, I accidentally booked a, like a handicap campsite. They should, accidentally. He just they, wanted more room for himself. Spread it doesn't his legs. tell you. There's only one difference. It's all the same amount of room. Is The fire pit at national parks is usually like this little cylinder on the ground. And for the, the handicap one, it's like it's like four feet high. It's like at your, your stomach or waist level. Uh, uh and I don't, I don't get how that helps like a handicapped guy because, I mean, it helps them, I guess, like lean over to put the wood in. And st- First of all, what handicapped people are, are camping in the woods by themselves? 
You're telling me whoever's staying at this one like isn't going to have someone with them? Um, I think you have pretty with? low expectations for the handy capable, by the way, community. <laughs> I guess it could be two handicapped people together. Dude, I just watched Felipe Nunez's skateboarding part. The guy has no legs below, below yeah, the knee, and, and he's 5 he's got... the Hollywood 16. It's crazy. The thing is, like, I don't know. When I get the fire going, it's like we're two hobos standing over a, tra- like a trash can with a fire in it. You, if you like sitting back in your camping chair, you can't even see the fire. I don't get why this is... It sucks what we're doing to handicapped people in the national parks. Just in general? I'm just looking out for We them. don't take care of our veterans, our handicapped... <laughs> Uh, so we got one good night in, and then the next morning, uh, it was it was raining while we're sleeping, and then I I wake up and I notice like it stopped raining, and I'm like I'm gonna go make a cup of coffee, and let's we'll start our day. It's gonna be great. Shh, and shh, the second <laughs> the second I got out of the tent, it started raining again, and uh, I discover that we have a hole in our tent somewhere, and there's like a big puddle in the corner of our tent. All of our clothes are soaked. <laughs> our whole campsite is soaked. Well, it certainly seems to be raining shit on Seth. And this is uh, <laughs> this is my birthday. So, uh, so so far, it's off to a great start. We go into town. Um, our neighbor helps us. Actually, before we go into town, our neighbor helps us set up this fucking canopy that I got at Walmart that stinks because they were all out of those four corner erectable canopies. So yeah. all they have is this like two pole. One where you have to like tie down all the corners of the tarp, and I get it out of the box, and I don't know what I'm doing. So our neighbor, who's like, he knows what he's doing, and he gives us a hand. He's a really good guy. You got cucked. Uh, totally cucked. My girlfriend wanted to do the shit out of this dude. Yeah. And, he uh, whistled at her, hey, baby, check this out. That's what a real man looks like. <laughs> and he helps us set it up in the pouring rain. By the end of it, we're like all soaked. All of our clothes are wet. So we drive in the town, into town to use a... Uh, to go to like a laundromat and dry all our shit at least. And then we decided, when we're looking at the forecast, it's like, it's four days of just this. It's never going to let up. And we clearly have a hole in our tent, you know. <clears throat> so quickly, we just decided to fucking, let's go west. There's like straight west. There's a national park in Kentucky called Mammoth Cave. So let's go camp in Mammoth Cave. So we went to Mammoth Cave. And then after one night, it started what? raining again. Oh. I was gonna say like you didn't. You, I thought it was gonna be like so. We went to Mammoth Cave, and that was it. Was, it, cool. it was even we, better. We slept for one night. Yeah, I'm, on my birthday, we had a good night. You went into the hurricane. I went away from it. Right. Like I. Uh, oh, dude, I got like so sunburned That's what up I do. too. Mostly at Everwild that second day. I was just our our camp area. Like I didn't think about it. It was up on the hill, and I was supposed to rain the whole first day. So I was like, perfect. The water is gonna all gonna. That's camping one hundred and one. You <laughs> camp high and let the water trickle down so you don't flood your tent out. Trickle down. And then theory. I realized. It didn't really rain, so I avoided all that, but there was no shade where we were. And uh, Trop and all those guys were not far in the shade, but still, I like stubbornly was just hanging with my shirt off at the tent. Dude, my forehead felt like a piece of belt leather. Like it was just, <laughs> it was fucking red. It was peeling two days later. Oh, I love it. But it was like really tough. Like I couldn't, even washing my Can't face, squint. like going, putting my face under the shower water, not hot shower water, like cool, hurt. Cause it was like my fucking forehead and back of my neck was so fried. Um, not even really complaining. It was just like the weather stayed that way for my trip. You don't as get I enough went. sun, bro. Yeah. Touch grass, bro. I did. Uh, I just I've been like in a great mood since I got home, and definitely some has to do with the. Uh, not only was it a good trip, but I was in the sun for most of it. I was outside a lot. 
the camping two days. We did this uh, juke joint night where there wasn't a ton of outdoor shit. And then we went to um, a second Airbnb not far. And we stayed in Sandusky, Ohio. And then we just, yeah, we walked, explored. We went on a sunset boat cruise. We went to Cedar Point Most Amusement importantly, Park. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And that was another hot-ass day, just walking around all afternoon. And uh, we were going to go on the Monday. That was. I'm glad we didn't get tickets in advance or like... I think you have to buy for certain days, maybe. But either way, the plan was to go after Everwild. The very next day, uh, Monday, was the um, our Cedar Point day. But it was raining, and we were like, well, we'll just play it by ear. Maybe it gets rained out, or maybe we go tomorrow. And then the next day, it was calling for rain. We woke up, and it wasn't calling for rain as much. And at least it was starting at, like, 5. And I was like, well, we can go from, like, 1 to 5. You know? Like, we can be there quick. So we just did that, and then the whole day cleared up. The weather just kept, like... Uh, doing the opposite of what it was doing for your camping um, the second half Being of the week. Being good? Yeah, well, again, the the hurricane was back that way. So we got to drive up out of that shit. And, um, yeah, Cedar Point, I've never been there before. I also, we've talked recently because our buddy lives near a Six Flags, and it, like, came up. He's invited me a couple times this year to go to Six Flags. We just went. And because, mostly because, one, I've been to Six Flags a bunch. That's the amusement park I grew up going to. I've been on all those rides when I was a kid. And I'm not just, I'm not as big of an amusement park adventurous guy now. Like, I I don't care to as much. Um, But also, in 2017, we got in a fender bender that fucked my neck up. It, like, for, like, six months, my neck was terrible like the first six months of 2018 i remember even sitting at the legion of skanks table at that cool ass opportunity that was like mid neck injury where like i couldn't turn my head and stuff i was just living with it i was trying to stretch every day i was doing whatever i could but it never went away to where it hurt and i had to like lay on my back and like do stretches for an hour and all this shit that never fixed it yada 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 i went to a chiropractor really really helped but ever since then i was just like why would i want to go on like the fucking you know the iron american eagle or the viper all these like you were about to say Iron Wolf. I was going to say, I was trying to think of one that's like, like 1993. I'm trying to think of a, there's like, there's some at Six Flags anyways that have a reputation of like hurting oh, yeah. your head. And I was like, that's what I think about it. Amusement Remember, parks. Uh, why do I, why would I want to throw my neck out voluntarily when I know I have like a history of a neck injury? You used to have a ride called Aftershock. Wasn't it Aftershock? I remember the name. I don't know if I was it's like on the, it. It's like, they're telling you when yeah. you're getting on the ride. They're <laughs> you're like, not going to feel good after, after this. After this, you're going to be fucked up. I the think, ride uh, is just the beginning. They did a they the newest one there I think is the Joker or one of them, uh, which I did and it's like I don't know how to even describe it. Uh, like you're you're like on a thing. Your car is like I don't know how to describe it. You're on a thing. A good start. Your your car. <laughs> Give us the details. Your car is not like uh, it it does its own like it flips around gyrations and stuff. You're killing this description. Go ahead. <laughs> gyrations and stuff like while it's going straight on the track your car could be like oh gotcha doing flips and then you're going down while the flip that your car is doing is going up so at the same time you're oh, going down you're going up I, I had a headache when i got <laughs> off of it my brain was like what the fuck is going on i don't know if i'm going backwards if i'm yeah. going forwards am i going up i'm going down. you're doing all of them at the same time it so makes will, no sense i will admit i did used to love that shit like in high school that and one was just a little younger, much but not even that one just i gotta try coasters. it once just roller coasters now and amusement parks i would be all about it i would just like rush to the next line and we'll go do giant drop and then we'll do what's the big uh, raging bull is like the fucking epic one in, the in gurney near us and one. i grew up i used to go back in line for that like several times i wouldn't even go on other coasters after that got built i remember the when that was a new thing yeah when i was a kid i, I would ju- it was so amazing i would just go on it over and over running back to an hour-long line to, yep to wait Let's do again. it again 
Uh, another thing was the lines. We only rode like a handful, maybe four or five coasters because we were just there for the afternoon. And then we had like uh, uh, evening plans. But we weren't trying to, there's like, I think there's almost 40 roller coasters there. There's no way you're, I'm going to ride everything in a day, even if I spent all day there. Well, you got to spend the money on that fast pass right. thing. Right, because there are lines. There was only one that had a significant line, and everything else was 15 minutes. No, it wasn't what? even that. It's but, old news now. No, it's that had a, okay, so we walk in, and the first thing we went on, and by the way, like, I just had a banana for breakfast. I didn't even plan necessarily to be at the park that day. We were just playing it by a year. Next thing you know, we're like, well, we got to do it. The weather's clearing up. Let's fucking go. Also, my Airbnb, eight-minute drive. So it's like even when we were Beautiful. done, even when we were done, the, the like skipping ahead, the last one we rode was Millennium Forest. You go home and have boom, lunch. keys in the fucking door. Ten minutes later, like even when we grew up at Six Flags, you had that like over an hour drive home that was all exhausting yeah. as a kid. So this was great. Like it's just and it's on an island, you know, it's on the water. So when you go up on these Cedar Point rides, it's beautiful. Like the the tick 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 going upwards. Mm-hmm. The, I don't like looking over the edge and all that stuff, but it was like a beautiful just looking out on the water. It's a it's a fucking theme park on an island. It's it's really amazing. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, the first one we rode was called Raptor because it's very close. And I was even saying like, hey babe, we both haven't been to an amusement park in over a decade. Should we like go on the fucking teacups? Should we like ease our way into it? No, teacups are the puke one. I was just saying something small, like something that no, sounds yeah. wimpy. So I'm like, and then she's like, no, let's just fucking go. She was all about it, and I'm like, I Head was feeling first. a little nervous, like. So Raptor's close. Right in the deep end. Go and it for looks it. cool. She also had a list. She knows people from Ohio that were saying, oh, you got to ride this one, this one, this one. Avoid this one. That one's a waste of time. That one hurts your neck. That type of shit. So we're like, Raptor's on the list. Let's hit it. And that is one of those feet dangling ones like Batman at uh, Six Flags. Yeah. Where like you're strapped in, but your feet are free. Um, and it was fun. Like it was fucking, there was a kid too. I don't know what he said, but we're like, they're clicking the harness in and I'm sitting next to my girlfriend and on the other side of me, there's like, it seems like he's not even 20, just a young kid. And he said something like, uh, you know, you ready? Something just like, something hype. And I was like, I didn't hear what he said. So I just wanted to respond. And I went like, man, I haven't been on a roller coaster in like over 10 years. And I was like, I probably sound like a bitch saying that. <laughs> like I just walked in the park and I just got in there. He's like, you ready to go? And then he's probably like, Faggot. <laughs> I go here every day. I live here, you know? Right. But um, I, I did have, I like always, I have a little concern about like my belly. I'm like, am I going to? I threw up after watching Weidman snap his leg. I didn't expect to do that. I didn't know that would make Pussy, me queasy. Exactly. So I thought for <laughs> sure I'd be puking on roller coasters. I didn't puke at all. I didn't even really get queasy. I will say, though, Raptor was fun. Me queasy. The next thing we did was we walked, the, we just basically walked the whole park. Honestly, my girlfriend was like a little like, she was like, damn, that raptor got me a little dizzy. And she hadn't eaten like, yet. Uh, what's that drug that makes you not nauseous? Uh, Dramamine? Yeah, you, uh, you should get some Dramamine. Oh, she has. Uh, she wears, um, what are they called? Like motion sickness patches. And we saw other people. Like oh. Now that I know those are a thing, because she's had motion sickness troubles in the past, but you can put like a patch behind your ear or on your fucking belly Crazy. or wherever. We saw... Now that you know that's a thing, you look around the line waiting for Millennium Force and stuff, you see a lot of people with them. You're like, kids, they're like, it's a right. thing. Um, they prepare to <laughs> be motion It's like when sick. I got that, uh, I got the Adidas logo shirt from Ross. Yeah. And I see every day I see one, somebody wearing well, one. Well, it's not now. original. It's the Adidas logo. I know, what but are you like, talking I didn't. About? I didn't you, you, you seem baffled every time you see someone else wearing an Adidas logo I team. find it funny to go, hey. <laughs> when like I'm everyone has it. it. I know, when I'm wearing it, I like to see someone and go, hey. Me and you. And they're like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I know. We all have Ross. I love it. Uh, and, and Ross didn't just start manufacturing these, they've been around forever. I think a lot of these people shop at Ross, though. I just say, I'm saying that before I got it, I didn't notice people wearing one every day everywhere i went and you know what it's only now that i have one that i go like 
see that shirt every fucking day. Back to the Crystal Gale inside joke that was uh, a lot of fun. The last show we played with Trop and Aurora, we had just came from Ross. We bought silly shirts. I was wrapping our Finesse. picturesque with like the Ross bag in my hand. Basically, what I've liked doing, I don't know why it's so easy at their shows or why something happens, but like something where it's very obvious that the people watching us, a lot of them don't know us yet. They're learning about us at that performance. It's obvious we're doing something that we don't do every night. In fact, we don't do it at all except that night. Some stupid t-shirt gag where we're wearing hooded t-shirts and I'm, you know, we're we're making Ross jokes the whole time. Like Ross dress for less shitty lit finesse no fear allowed swag was a joke of that set that like, we've never done and we'll never do again probably. It's like a picture just of- like the Crystal Gale joke. Like that was for one night only and I like having that not only are we unique musically, but we got to do something at these shows, these festival fun ones like I think it's cool to make a memory that's only for that <clears throat> crowd, and that's it's the only time especially. it's <clears throat> cool to wear a a shirt with like a blinged out Popeye that says "Savage." I mean, it was pretty sweet, and I, <laughs> I, some lucky fan got to go home with that. I was just that's the thing about giving. I like giving shit out, but I don't want to like I don't have enough merch to like not sell thirty with or without it records. But these Crystal Gales were free. Like it's funny to fucking do oh, something. Dude, where it's, it's Ross. Like, this I'm, finesse shirt was six ninety nine. Someone got that Popeye swag savage shirt or whatever it said. Like that was, that was swagged out. I'd wear that if it fit better. That's the thing about those is they like the neck is all crunchy and like there's a big titty wave or something in the chest. It's like these are cool. Ironically, who but wore this? They don't. Yeah, they don't fit. Um, but anyways, uh, so the second ride we went, we walked. We just like uh, got a snack. Because it was so early and she hadn't eaten. She's like, I should probably get something in me before we just ride. And I took, need something to throw a little, up. Exactly. But uh, we walked like a while down the park. Then we got to one called Steel Vengeance. Did you ride that one when you went? Probably. It looks horrifying. Like that was one I looked at and I was like, nope. And it's mostly because the fucking, it looks nope. like it's. Who looks at a roller coaster and goes, nope. Dude, it looks like it was made out of fucking <laughs> Rain Man toothpicks. It's like all. It looks oh, like the wood. oldest wood I've ever seen. Not the, like the track looks like it's been updated. But the, it looks like it's. It's fucking insane. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at like thinking about blueprints. Like, how does somebody wrap their head around even building this shit? I and think it, I did this one. And it's, uh, yeah, the, there's a, a massive drop down. God, like, this looks awesome. You, there is a massive drop down. Not that there isn't on some of these other ones, but you can see on, on Steel Vengeance, it just looked like, yo, fuck this one. Uh, I don't know, maybe one day. It seems like one of the big crazy ones, but I was looking at like the, the most aged wood. I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, fuck this. This is like the first plank of wood ever. It looks and they like, brought it to Cedar Point. It looks like a building completely surrounded in scaffolding. Yeah. You know it looks saying? like it's ba- it looks like a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's not fully built. Right? So I looked at this thing, I was like, fuck that. And right next to it though is another one called Maverick. And I couldn't see the track. Like you could see the line and like the entrance. And I was like, while we're over here. And we're not going to ride Steel Vengeance because that looks fucking bizarre. I can't even see what this next coaster is, but let's get in. And that that line was like an hour for Maverick. I didn't realize it. We didn't care. It was our second coaster. So we're like, this is to oh, be dude, expected. You're going to wait an hour. Dude, Maverick kicked ass. Like, it is easily, to me, comparable with Millennium Force as far as a fun ride. Like, but the thing about Millennium Force is that you, it uses the force. Like you get dropped and it feels like. It's all about the first drop. It feels like momentum and gravity is what is controlling where you're at in that ride. When with Maverick, they fucking, they put you on a speed track. Like they, instead of click, 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 and then down, they shoot you up the fucking thing. And like like you um, start zero to 60, if not much faster. That's like the Universal Hulk or Universal Studios Hulk ride. 
Yeah. Uh, it shoots you out. It's I like I saw the other people taking off, and you could see the cars going, but I couldn't see like the ride. I didn't see if there were corkscrews or loops or what the fuck. It just launches you, and you're on like this two minute fast as fuck thing. And then I like it was a blast. You know, I'm screaming, I'm fucking throwing my hands up, and just trying to, you know, not feel old and lame. Like, no, I'm gonna go. I'm here. This is fun. I'm riding the coasters. I got off. I tried to hold my hand straight. You know, like shaky test. I was like, I was shook. I, it was Tom so Hanks and Saving Private Ryan. I didn't really feel that way after Millennium Force. Like after Maverick, dude, my hand was like, "Holy shit, dude, that was just when moving at mock from? speed." I went, so I went like Millennium Force is from uh, 2000, and I went with my family like 2001. Like it, it, it had just been built. It was like brand new. Yeah, the line was over two hours. It's crazy. And I was like 10 years old, uh, and at some point during the line, I had to pee. So I got out, I went under the bars and everything, I went and peed, and the people in the line wouldn't let me go back to my family. What? And I'm like, my mom is right, I'm a little kid, and I'm like, my mommy is right there, and... Uh, no, it's funnier to me to picture you saying the first half, just like, I'm a little kid! Like, instead, <laughs> my mommy, I'm a little fucking kid, lady, you gotta let me go! You're yes. not old enough to know to yell that at her? So eventually, my parents can see me, and my mom can see there's like a, there's an issue, and she gets out of line. My mom winds up like... Uh, to crack her too? She gets out of line? <laughs> there was a... Uh, by the time she's like at her breaking point with the people there of like take me to the manager's office and, and shit like that, there's another kid who's like about as little as me who she's like... She tells that kid to come with us. Uh, basically, my mom raised hell to the point where the management had people escort us through the the exit like up to the the machine or whatever the cars machine and uh the ride <coughs> the machine and at this point it took so long that at this point my dad and my brothers had just they were just getting off so we rode like the car after them uh but yeah it was like how old were you it was a you, madhouse when you rode millennium force 10 or 11 yeah so it was that, 2001. That's another thing that instantly like has to quell my like, oh, I haven't been to an amusement park in a long time. And my neck is pretty fucked up. You see kids in the up. line, too. And they're fucking parents. Like people that look in their 60s that ride it with them ahead of me. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I am a bitch. If this 10-year-old and that 70-year-old father of his are all like, they're fine with this. You know? <coughs> like, yeah, they might die. Yeah, once you look around, though, it's just like, yeah, like I, when I was a kid, I loved it. And now like if I have a kid ever, like I might have to go to an amusement park. Like, what am I going to be like? No. Like, I'm going to ride a, you know, so I was just like, I did, I had like a little anxiety about it right when I walked in just because it had been so long, but we wrote a bunch of shit. We wrote, a, um, what's, uh, like Gemini is another one. That one's wood too, but it looked not like scaffolding. Um, and then we, um, Millennium Force, I feel like Millennium Force line was like definitely like less than a half hour. Crazy. Yeah. It was short. Like, uh, and it was just in the nick of time. We only had this like four hour stretch. We were there and we rode like. I think four big roller coasters and did a lot of walking and snacking and shit. Um, but yeah, it was perfect timing because we had to go. We had like tickets for a boat ride thing and it was perfect time to get back, rinse all the sweat off, make it to the pier and like, then just um, uh, have a two hours on the water. It was excellent. Did you have any like bugs matted against you after any rides? Um, no. On that boat ride though, like water bugs were becoming more abundant as we got out there. And then like before we took off those just like bees they just wouldn't leave me alone there's just bees everywhere melina got stung by a bee uh at Frank, one point i'm allergic to bees uh me too a little trick my dad taught me <laughs> <laughs> um we'll check in on you guys 
So, but no, that I mean, that was it. Millennium Force, though, was like a, it was a force. It was fucking, okay, my girlfriend passed out on it, which I didn't know because I was not looking at like her. Like from the G-Force? Yes. Nice. And for like a split second. Cause, and I know a thing or two about passing out. I've had my heat strokes. I've had my issues. I watch UFC. Sometimes those knockouts are like... Let's say let's say you you he's pass out and he's back. If you have a if you pass out for ninety seconds and then come to to you it feels like you didn't even pass out because you only have the consciousness of right before it and then the consciousness of right after it. Right. So a lot of times that's why knockouts they wake up and they go what happened what what happened like to them they'd have no idea they They're were just arguing, on the floor like, for a I'm minute. I'm fine. I'm fine. Exactly because like, that's dude, how it is. You don't you realize were you were you were out. You don't realize it. You just like. When I when I fell down of um what's it um we were in Denver what's that called altitude sickness at your brother's house right I I t- woke up in the middle Banged of the night to take a piss and, and I woke up like I was taking a piss and then I like I don't even remember like getting up I remember like being kind of up but I was like I was like it's weird I was like why am I taking a knee right now did I my pee must be done like I did it took me a minute it took me several minutes to realize oh, I think I passed out like I no one was awake so it's and all the lights are off too so I'm just like. I'm in another guy's house. Everyone's asleep. It's 3 a.m. It's My head dark. Hurts. I don't know what happened. Then I was just like, not here. We're <laughs> here so much. I just had to figure out. And it took me, like, you'd think instantly, like, oh, fuck, dude. I just, like, passed out. It took me five minutes. I, like, I think I already went to the freezer and found ice cream to put on my sore neck. And I was sitting there icing my soreness, going, why am I so? Yeah, dude, I passed out. So you don't really know it. And I don't think she was passed out for like minutes. I think it was like an instant, like part no, of the shot got roller her. Roller coaster is more than two minutes long, right? Yeah, I think that one was like, they, they say it. They're like, we'll see you in two minutes, 40 seconds or right. something. Some of them are a little longer. They also say like, it goes 93 miles an hour on the drop. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, and it's funny. And then the next day. Shit. It's like a 90 degree drop. Uh, the other day, yep, we were watching Final Destination 220. Final Destination 3, which is the roller coaster one. And I was Classic. like, at least we watched this after. Also, something we didn't know that I found out after. Because there's an, somebody probably died. There's another ride called the Dragster. It's called the Top Thrill Dragster, I think. And just, uh, that was the other ride. I, I assume I looked at and I said, no fucking One mind. person's probably died at like every big amusement park. Um,. Great America, this had to have been. So we we had a great time, and we noticed that the dragster was closed. And I'm like, fine with me, because if it were open, that looks like a ride. Fuck that, it's crazy. Blood on the tracks. Um, where is the article here? We find out that uh, they closed the ride because I think a day before me and my girlfriend were there, a day or two before we did our trip, um, somebody got hit with a, a piece of metal flew off of it and and hit a girl, and she like hit the pavement. It clocked her in the head. She was like laid out, and then that's like that's all. So now there's articles like about a like piece of the ride. Yes, broke? a piece of the ride flew off the ride, hit a lady, like who just happened to be standing wrong place, wrong time. You talk about being in the wrong, wrong place <laughs> at the wrong time. Cedar Point betrays its customers through silence after amusement park injury. This is one article basically that they were open the next day, and I think this other article here is saying that the dragsters closed the rest of the year now. But this is like. Within 48 hours of our visit, for sure. Dragster is closed until our lawsuit is settled. Right. And they're basically saying, you know, why are they? They're still open. They're not talking about it. But it's, I, I imagine they're settling with this family, and you might not she be able to. She didn't die, though. I don't believe so. I think there was just a 
like a it was a, a, definitely a serious injury. The world's second tallest roller coaster is not going to reopen this year. Sunday, a female guest waiting in line to ride Top Thrill Dragster at Cedar Point Amusement Park was hit in the head by a metal object that flew off the ride. Park and state officials did not release many details but say she was taken to the hospital. A report from Ohio Department of Agriculture found the roller coaster at the Sandusky Park was inspected in May and showed no structural issues. The ride originally opened in 2003. One year later, four riders were injured when metal shaving sheared off the coaster's Dude, launch cable. Metal shaving. Look at it. For CBSN, Pittsburgh. Yeah, but nobody, nobody on the ride got hit, right? What is it? What a bogus way to look at it. It's still safe to ride it. <laughs> no, it's not because pieces of, of the ride right, they'll need give you to a helmet be when you on, get on it. They need to be connected and working. Give me in like, order. A, like a football helmet. Yeah, would you go to amusement parks if you had to wear a dumb <laughs> retard helmet the entire stay in the fucking 95 degree heat? You might do it. Um, I'm looking at a... But look at this ride too. Like I can't even... I can't even. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um... But no, I, I felt like we wrote a lot of good shit for, and there was one. Awesome. There was another one. I think it was called Magnum XL or something. Is that a condom? Yeah. But it, I think there was a ride, something like that. From my Magnum. I wanted dong. to ride it, but it was uh, that also had a, like some rides are closed. It said like temporarily closed for service, or in the case of this one, it was like nobody was talking about it. Like I hadn't. There was no buzz around the park. You know, it's like no, we got to make money. We're just closing this ride that's hurting people. And uh, we'll open it back up when we feel that's not the case. I'm looking for deaths at Six Flags. <laughs> I'm looking for deaths, man. Enough of these knockout injuries. <laughs> uh, Raging Bull, 2003, an 11-year-old collapsed after riding. <laughs> Get out of here, bitch. Um, she died. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you, my girlfriend? What are you, a slit? Oh, my God, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing that oh, she I'm died. Sorry. I'm laughing at what we did before knowing it. Um, <clears throat> she collapsed like after the ride, and she choked on her chewing gum. No chewing gum. Talk about Final Destination on 3. Raging Bull. It's not what you think's going to get you. Jesus. They got to wind up this punch over here and then whoop bap from the other side. Uh, it's the chewing gum all along. 2017, somebody died after riding um, the, the Superman. Again, collapsed. Dang. Termed, it was termed a natural death. And that's what I was saying when you're like, you see some of these people's parents getting on. It's like... Some of these people know they're not supposed to be on a ride. Yeah. I mean, never mind what's going on in America right now. Just look at the way we live our lives yeah. and fucking... Life is a ride, man. People live off McDonald's and Wendy's and shit. Like, people people will do plenty of things that they know are going to kill them. Yeah, absolutely. And then blame it on, you know, the thing that killed them, not their willingness to do it. Right. You know. I feel like there's a great COVID vaccine spin, but I'm not even going to do it right now. I'm, I'm not saying even do it. you can look at that, but never mind that. Look at fucking, you know, um, all the ways Americans have lived their lives. I, I, I will feel that. But and even in Millennium Force, when you go off that big first drop, it's like without the shoulder thing that's buckled like down on your chest because you're going face first down, you know. And it's like my ass is off the it's seat. It's like a 90 I'm degree I'm floating. Drop. I'm floating yeah. right now, except for the fact that this thing is on my tits. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you are. And I think that's probably what got my girlfriend was like coming down off of that. It was like, and now you're like through a tunnel. And then, it, you know, right. she, Jesus it's, Christ. It's like and nine, she, it's she like said a, she opened her eyes and was like, didn't realize she was coming out of a tunnel. It's like a 300 foot drop at like almost 90 degrees. And then right at the bottom, you go directly into a dark tunnel. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And then the kids behind us, who clearly this is not their first rodeo, one of them said, don't forget the camera is right before the second tunnel. Yep. And I don't know. I've never ridden this ride, but I, we overheard that. 
and we like I bought the picture. I don't that's not my style, but we both like heard that and we both posed and I was like, Oh, this is a great souvenir from our trip. Oh, yeah. I hadn't realized that my girlfriend I thought it was so much be so much better if, if she were she was unconscious. Passed out in the picture, come and, on. And I got like devil horns, I'm like, Yeah my tongue's out, I was just like camera posing. But we it was a great shot and then her yeah, tongue's out but with X's over her eyes. She did and then after I bought the photo, I like she was on the bench and it took a minute, like ours was the one picture not on the screen. I was like, ma'am. I really want to see this photo. Can you like pull it up? And she did. She said like they couldn't play, like I guess the people behind us probably flipped it off or showed their tits or something. But like, so they Hell like, yeah, let me buy theirs too. Can I get those dude titties uh, to go? But I had to like make her look for it, which gave Melina a chance to sit down. And then once I returned with the picture, probably just a few minutes later, she was like pointing at me like mouth to floor mouth with, I don't know hands. What do I do? And I was like, bushes. She's like, Something? yeah, she's pantomiming. She's charadesing me that she has to puke. And then I just go like, yeah, anywhere. Look around. Mopping up hurl and lung butter. Yeah. yeah just like an animal. Uh, <laughs> just kicked some mulch on it afterwards. And it's like out of sight, out of mind. She's a little self-conscious, but I was just like, well, you're at, you just rode millennium force. It's like, you probably happens several times a day. Like people throwing up after a roller coaster seems like commonplace. It's not like, you're out of line. You should be. Oh, I feel so silly. It's it doesn't like, no, have I any. I'm shocked. I didn't. I don't see any injuries or anything listed with Millennium Force. I'm not seeing any deaths for Cedar Point thus far. No in way. In my scrollings. What year? How old is Cedar Point? Because it said Cedar Point 150 and a big thing, like like it's 150 years old. Cedar Point 150 was the big advertisement when we walked in. 1870. Bam. So it is considered the second oldest operating amusement park in the United States. You're telling me no one died in a century and a half? Like that seems like impossible. They're cooking the books. Exactly. Like even if a metal shrapnel thing flies off and and hits some like some the world's just too Here you, you go. know crazy for that to not have happened once. At an amusement park where the Here risk are heightened. Here you Give go. me some deaths, baby. Let's get the whiskey out early. <laughs> Uh, 2015, a 45-year-old man attempting to retrieve a dropped cell phone in the ride's restricted area was killed after His being fault. struck in the back of the head by a passing roller coaster train. You what suck! an ass! No. Over a hat. Oh, a cell phone. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> when your oh. life's on the line, a cell phone is just as dumb as a hat. Yeah, that costs like 20 times as much as a hat. I gotta leave get that. it. If you drop anything in an amusement park over those fences. They'll get it like after the rides close down. I saw a kid's hat fall off on one of the rides. They'll get it after the rides close. You just gotta wait till when the park closes. I could be wrong. Look this up. I could be wrong, but maybe I, I thought it's Six Flags or at least some amusement. It's park. not worth risking. Your I life. thought there was a story where somebody was in that restricted area and one of those like Raptor Batman loose feet rides and someone got Took kicked their foot off. Yeah, right? and like lost a foot or a head or something happened. I I could be wrong, but that sounds familiar. A strong head. If somebody kicking your foot off. I mean, wait, <laughs> you got a strong head. If someone kicking you in the head at 60, 70 miles per hour tears their foot off and not your head. I don't know. I thought that was a story from like a decade or two ago. I remember him like, ooh, sucks to be that guy. Maybe you don't go and retrieve the thing. Could have been a worker doing the... Doctors were able to reattach her right foot. Holy shit, it came off. But her left leg was amputated below the knee due to the left foot being severely What's damaged. What's the story? Like, that's what happened with the foot, but what ride, where... Uh, so it was Six Flags, Kentucky Kingdom. Kentucky Six Flags. Uh, on the Superman Tower of Power, which never reopened. Right. Hell yeah. Uh, that okay. did happen. Someone's foot dangled and came off hitting someone. 13-year-old Caitlin Lassiter was severely injured 
Shortly after the start of the ride, a cable snapped and struck the passengers in section three of the ride. The cable entangled itself around her feet during the drop. Oh, so she didn't oh, kick something. A cable caught her foot and then yeah. it got yanked off. Because then the ride did a drop. Right. Wow, that's some fucking Final Destination shit, dude. Yeah, that's not coming with. We're going down. Shattered her left femur while cutting both feet off on the way down. The operator heard the cable snap and acknowledged unusual screaming as the car climbed, but failed to press the emergency stop button until after the ride had already dropped. You got to have your ear really bent at an amusement park. Everybody screams, so it's like, that was rather unusual. After the drop, the ride cannot be stopped. So they had to ride the whole ride. With ripped off legs. Even without ripped off legs, like with blood all over the place and people screaming. That guy, professional skateboarder now, the Felipe Nunez story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just watched the skate Turns park. Turns out she was a dude. Of a legless guy. Just yeah, shredding. I mean, hey, things aren't over for her. Yeah, uh, contrary to what shred. Term believes for the handicap, uh, <laughs> you are able to succeed in this world. All I'm saying You can build a campfire. Their campfires <laughs> are not entertaining, and they don't keep you that warm. They want to get to the campfire. They got to build that ramp higher. Am I right? Wow. I had to wait for you to finish talking or it would have been better timing. But, uh. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, yeah. So that was my trip. I didn't get hit with the dragster metal piece, but somebody it's, out there. Sounds like it went really well. It was a great trip. Not to say mine didn't, but it didn't go amazing. <laughs> well, the weather was on my side for sure. And like... And not to, you know, you and your girl, you have a long distance thing. So you see each other and it's like you go to Florida and you got to do stuff. And then she's in town and you're doing stuff. But it's like my girlfriend and I haven't done like a, a week getaway type thing right. in a while. Like in really all of definitely all of COVID and all of that stress in the last two years. Um, so it was actually good to not only go and have like a work thing that our ladies can be a part of. And we're camping out and we're just like oh, really nice, good nice. vibes. And then like we have... Yeah, we had three, four extra days of road tripping. We don't, we don't really do that. So it was something we want to do more, and this one really just couldn't have gone better. We made sure to stack our schedule, though. Like We had stuff planned every day after Everwild, and then coming yeah. home, obviously. My mom was watching Archie, and uh, he got skunked in her backyard. She's nice. got skunks living in the backyard, so he still kind of smells like shit. I didn't smell anything. If you smell harder, maybe that maybe there. the COVID thing. Is yeah, maybe still... the COVID's back. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm all good. Um, yeah, we just like set out to uh i kind of want to make this a tradition in my life to spend my birthday in the smokies the every or the year smokies. i would like to particularly the smokies and i got to spend what, what if you do the next 10 years of the smokies wouldn't you be like all right now more national parks i want to i want to go to all of them right but for my birthday i like uh for now at least i got to spend the morning of it there yeah. you know uh, but we we just expected a lot more relaxing and camping and hiking and not uh, well, the paying out- for hotel rooms. And it was a lot more driving and bickering and paying for hotel rooms. Being outside. We made Outside in beautiful weather on sunny, nice days. Like even when we drove, you know, when we left Everwild and we drove hours to the air, it was like a perfect day going that direction, at least for a drive. Oh, also. Even the drive days were perfect. You my know? car sucks. Even going to the festival, so going to the festival to start with, uh, I don't have air conditioning, and it's summer. And really should have fixed that. So I don't have air conditioning, and then, so you got to drive with the windows all the way down, but the driver window doesn't, I have electric windows, the driver window doesn't <laughs> roll back up uh, unless you click it like a hundred times. 
So you get to your destination, and now you're just stopped and baking in the sun, and you got to sit there basking in the heat, going click, 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 Sometimes it starts to go up, but you already stopped clicking because you're just so used to doing it a hundred times. Uh um, the headlights are fogged up, so at nighttime, other drivers can like see my car. They see too light, but like for me, in terms of like bettering my vision in the nighttime on the road, it does nothing. Yeah, <laughs> my headlights stink. Uh, we get to Everwild, and I have like no brake fluid. I just got an oil change, and at I at no I, point. <laughs> In your rambling, incoherent a, response. At Jiffy Lube, I'm like, let me get a fluid top off. And when you look at a fluid top off, by definition, is when they top off all your cars. All the fluid. All your cars' vital fluids. Apparently, that doesn't mean brake fluid, which mm. I would say beyond getting the car going, like gas and oil, it's the most vital thing. Brakes are up is there. Is being able to stop it. Yeah. Uh, it's an easy fix. Put some brake fluid in it. Uh, and then we leave Everwild, which is on a bumpy country road, and it broke my fucking my rear shock absorbers. My car's falling apart. Man, you corny! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that one. <laughs> I don't know. I was, let's see what else we got here. Yeah. You know what hurts the most? Nope. Anyway, so I'm doing this whole, you know, what became fucking uh, our plans just went to shit. Yeah. Uh, well, more on top costly of it, too. On top of any stress is added stress of my shit. Getting all car. that that vitamin D, getting like the the the, <laughs> the nourishment of the sun and like good days and being outside and like feeling good rather than I don't know being locked down in your house with the inability to work like you know like I was a year ago. It's just like that's a big part of it. So yeah, the more you're in hotel rooms and not out camping, I totally get that. Just that is like, it's going to cost you more and it's going to cost you more in terms of like that enjoyable, the weather sucks. I'm paying more money than I thought. I didn't even want to sleep in a bed. I want I thought we were sleeping at the campsite. So yeah. it does like throw a wrench in all of what you had planned for sure. He's like, he just, Seth's just sitting here right now. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think it got, it's too real. No, was, we uh, like I said, we made lemonade. We had a good time. We ate some mushrooms. Thanks to uh, so on my birthday when we left the Smokies, uh, I didn't get to make that cup of coffee that I got out of my tent to make. So I'm like, we're already like, I'm not in a good mood. My clothes are soaked. This weekend's not going, or the, I guess it was a week. I keep calling it a weekend. Yeah, it was a week. Uh, it's not going the way I planned. Let, let's just we're like we're already getting on each other's nerves, and it's early. I'm like. Uh, can we please just stop and get a cup of coffee? And we pull into a Starbucks. Go into a Starbucks. Dude at the register. Hey, I know you. Dude named Simon, fan of ours, saw us in Ojai a few years ago. Hell yeah! Uh, you know, that, that heightened my spirits a little bit. Fuck that yeah. Nice. That's right. Like, oh, yeah, that's Simon. right. I'm famous. Don't oh, forget it. I just wanted to shout out <laughs> Simon. Also, it's his birthday, too. Love Simon. Uh, it was What's his birthday as well. So we share a birthday. No way. Also, also quick shout out, Fan of Black Soul is a daddy. <laughs> and he had his baby Damien on my birthday. Birthday so, buddy with you know, term. We're cool. I'm right. a cool guy. He's got a cool kid. Yeah. Robert De Niro, Lil Pump, Lil B, <laughs> that kid Lowry, Salt, you know? Yeah, you're moving pretty quick. I can't keep up with all these, these newfangled uh, names. Anyway, I just wanted to shout out Simon because I was also about to shout out... Um, Damn, I didn't get his name, but Positive Vibe Media. Oh, the photos are sick. Homie. Not only did he take photos, yeah. but he gave me a handful of mushrooms before we oh. left. 
uh, and me and my girl ate those just a little bit and went to uh, an aquarium in Newport, Kentucky. My girlfriend and I ate a, a little time. bit of mushroom. We like planned to the night after Everwild, and we weren't trying to like go crazy, but we ate like what I thought was enough. And I, like, I did like without going crazy. I definitely got very body high, like like extremely mushroomy. Come up, like mm-hmm. I, I get sweaty and all this fucking body issues. Every time I eat mushrooms, I'm like, I get anxious while I'm doing it, and I'm like, not mm. too much, not too much. Like I don't want this. Right. And, and then when it's happening at the peak of it, I'm like, should I eat more? That's exactly. How I felt, yep. but also she felt nothing, and I was kind of satisfied with. She like, ate a little bit more. I was. A I'm little, liking this, and I want it to be a little harder. The lights got brighter. I had a little bit of. Tra- I had a fan, like we have this portable fan, and I was sweaty, so I was holding it in front of my face and waving it, and then that was getting all traily. But I was just like, and she she felt nothing, so that almost not like going to create like a fight or something, but it was like it fucked up the mood for her and for me. It's like we both wanted to, whether they were bunk for both of us or we both tripped. We both wanted to do this. So then that becomes like an hour in. It's like, all right, I'm feeling it. And she's like, I'm not. I'm like, ah, fuck. This is going to fuck everything. <sighs> Great. Great. Here you go she's with your shit again. It. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it really, it wasn't crazy. And I didn't even like trip. But I I felt the same way. It's like, next time I do this shit, I really do want to like, I should just go fucking bonkers. I always play it very safe because I just want to get kind of like, woo. I don't want to be like, holy shit, I'm well, on my mind. I also knew if we were still in the Smokies, I would eat more. But we were going to an aquarium, and it was the right call because there were so many little kids. And I'm glad that I wasn't like fucking any more You're goofed up than trolling. I already was. <laughs> Looking like an idiot. Yeah, I, I don't ever want to be. That's the older I get, the less I like being out of control. I used to like losing control on it's not mushrooms. So much and out like, of control, but uh, it's like I know people know I'm tripping. Well, the thing is, like when you're in it, it's like you can't shut it off. So it's like you have to adapt to the trip. And like same with a roller coaster. That's that's being out of control. I'm at the mercy of this ride, whether it explodes or it's safe. It's like I'm strapping in knowing like I'm giving like, but it is for the most part a very safe thing, you know, right? I should have taken it for the, when we went on uh, these cave tours. But that's the risk you weigh where it's like, I don't want to be so far like out of control that I feel uncomfortable. I want to still like know that I'm thinking of my sound mind and I can put one foot in front of the other. I used to like, I don't know, just thrill seeker shit. And I'm just turning into an old curmudgeon man. Yeah. Well, I did most of this stuff when I was like a kid. Yeah. And you just have stupid balls, you know? Oh, boy. Well, speaking of, I guess, did you have any more like vacay stories or should we move on? We're about at the halfway point here. Uh, oh, we went to that aquarium and then we went and ate sushi. Hell yeah. Didn't realize the connection there. I wasn't like, I'm like, we're These eating. beautiful I'm like, creatures. I'm like, I didn't mean to go somewhere and eat all the things we just looked at, but this is delicious. We had an incredible sushi meal in uh, in Sandusky as well. Uh, and then we went to, we were walking around, we were going home, or back to the hotel rather, and just came upon a sign, Live Jazz, in Cincinnati, this little place called The Point. Cedar uh, Point? In... Um, What's the neighborhood? It's like on the Rhine. That's a neighborhood in Cincinnati. OTR. Everything is like the point. OTR. Uh, But it's this tiny little jazz club and this little three-piece jazz band with vibraphones, drums, and and a bass. We're playing. Little $5 cover. That's cool. It was fucking great. If you're in Cincinnati, I recommend paying a $5 cover and going get a drink at the point. Listen to some some jazz. Yeah. And as long as we're doing recommendations there. First of all, recommendation, uh, Millennium Force like a highlight of cedar point for sure but don't be fooled maverick also very good i never heard of that one 
I want to put it out there. That was fucking, my hand was shaking. I was like, holy shit. I love when you get launched out. I was launched. Rides. Um, But it was, uh, yeah. So there's that. And we had um, excellent tacos at a place called, I believe it was Barra in Sandusky. We went to the Barra and had a, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was like, uh, yeah, their taco menu's nuts. And I forget the name of the place we ate sushi, but it was right around the corner from there too. And. This fun little, like, yeah, that's what we were looking for. Once we realized we had the time to spend a couple extra days, it was like we just had to pick a city, and that had all this shit. Like, I, it's not like I'd never heard of it, but more or less, like, Sandusky, Ohio isn't the name of a city I'm fucking familiar with. Or, like, I, you, hey, where is that? Is that on, which lake is it? I don't, I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not from there. But, like, the downtown area was sick. It's on the water. So there's, like, boat ride and Jet Express. There's islands. You can, we didn't have time, but there's, like, Puddin Bay and Kelly's Island and all these other areas to cruise to. There's a fucking amusement park there's all this it's like all you can just walk the pier there's a it was a great like my family took us, the right spot took me and my brothers to cedar point when i was like 11 i know it for cedar point and we stayed in a hotel where my mom and dad got me and my brothers our own room for like the first time oh that's probably a big deal and in that room did you guys all jerk off in different corners and cover up with pillows <laughs> no <laughs> it's way less sexy than that uh in that room is when i like uh i discovered as a kid the show even stevens it was the first time i ever saw shia labeouf uh, did you jerk it to ren <laughs> in her hot braces so sandusky ohio <laughs> to me has always been cedar point and even stevens uh well i guess nobody died from the dragster incident however somebody died this week somebody died now we're pouring one up in their memory I'm also going to fuck this up because uh, I'm not drinking. So I'm not what? pouring one up. Well, get my glass. You got it, buddy. Speak for yourself, you can, moron. You can drink for two today. Remember after a square dance tour and I was saying how I usually like, uh, we'll take some time off after a good drinking time on the road. And then I just, I probably drink almost every night, whether it was a beer or a few or yeah. something since square dance tour. And now getting, I'm like dranked out. Like I have no desire to, and I am going to take some time off. So please have mine today. And honestly, I actually know several deaths and I'd get fucking hammered in the next 10 minutes. So right. it's probably for the best. Right. I got um, a couple. Yeah. So let's see. Where I should might we be start? taking a shot or two or three? So yeah, we have, I, I know a few. Um, do you want to start mister? You want to start as impersonally as possible? Impersonally, sure. Murdy the dog. Yeah, that, I was going to save that for last because it's not a human. R.I.P. Murdy the dog. Um, I was legitimately bummed when I saw that. That's yeah, kind that of sucks. a inside thing for uh, maybe skateboard heads, but Beagle, epic um, cinematographer of many a video. He had a. He's dog. a baker guy. Uh, uh, he's in the, the Shake Junt Baker crew. What the fuck? I'm trying to get the volume on. Chicken bone, I was showing. It's in the corner. Hey, you won't let me click it. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Bitch. Anyways, we don't need to hear a skateboard roll around. It's just like the skateboarding dog who was just like, <laughs> it's I followed filmer. him on Instagram. <laughs> Beagle. And he's such a kind-hearted dude, too, which makes it worse. Yeah. Because you just hate to the, he, like think of him being sad. Even more impressed... Always such a happy guy. Like, th- th- there's a lot of clips of the dog. He puts his little dog on a skateboard, and it'll, like, click, 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 downstairs. It, it sets. likes to go down steps. Right, and he'll go, like, just kind of slowly ride up a ramp and back down, and he had balance on the board. More impressive than the fact that, the fact that he taught him the fucking baker shake. Mm-hmm. Like, he taught, shake his, he taught his dog how to do the slap, shake slap, jump. pound. 
So he does a trick, and just like everybody who lands a trick like on the team, it's kind of like they go slap, set. slap, pound. Yeah, it's, and it's always on camera because the cameraman reaches his hand out. Beagle's hand is out in the foreground, so it's just this thing from skate videos: slap, slap, bump. And the dog can slap, slap, bump. He taught the dog so to put sick. up its paw. He slaps it twice, and then the dog gives him a little bump. Gnarliest thing, um, but yeah, I, I he he looks old when you see like you can. There's like a skateboard clip on Instagram, old. and you see him like he's all gray now. But I didn't know he was like you know. I thought we still had more years of Murdy. So, R.I.P. Sick kick turn. Term has a very full shot. Are you going to do all that for Murdy, or are you going to stack a couple? Uh, I'll stack Murdy with uh, a human. <laughs> it's only right. You know what I'm saying? I had some articles of it. Let's see who this one is. You go. Uh, Sonny Chiba, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Sonny Chiba. Died. Kung Fu Ledge. Although I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know all of his kung fu movie credentials and shit. I, obviously, I know him from Kill Bill. I'm an American. Yep. Martial arts legend and Kill Bill actor dies at 82 of COVID complications, or as Term would say, not COVID. Of being 82. <laughs> <laughs> he died from being 82, you guys. Uh, Japanese actor and uh, martial arts legend who had roles in American films like Kill Bill, Japanese The Fast guy and the Furious, and a dead dog? Tokyo Uh-oh. Drift, part three. Let's get it. Um, uh, died Thursday, COVID complications. Um, Shiba's career in film and television spans five decades from the 60s through the 2010s. Appears in countless Japanese titles in addition to popular American movies. Um, yeah, he was just, uh, you know, like a lesser known Bruce Lee. He's fucking... And also, you know, uh, Camp Low, the hip-hop group. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two members, like their names are Gichi Sue and Sonny Chiba. And he obviously borrows his name is from Sonny Chiba. Um, Fun fact. Wasn't he... Was he not Pai Mei? Who? Didn't he play Pai Mei? Uh, in Kill Bill? Uh, I don't know. You know I'm not good with names or and was such. was Pai Mei Gordon Liu? Gordon Liu played Pai Mei. This is questions that I would ask you, so... So Sonny Chiba only played Hattori Hanzo. Did he Hanzo. play Pai Mei? <laughs> I, I, thought he, I thought he played... Uh, I thought he thought he doing this to me all night. <laughs> I thought he played more than one character, uh, but that's Gordon Liu. Um, he just played the, he's the guy in the sushi bar who turns out to be Hattori Hanzo who makes the swords. Mm. So, um, hardly knew ye, are we going to stack another Also, one? Michael Parks plays two people. He plays the sheriff and he plays... Oh, and Kill Bill? The, the Spanish pimp. Right. Which, I love that scene. He's and like, I love that Michael Parks is playing the Spanish pimp who's like, Bill. He's like Cheech in From Dust Till Dawn. Doesn't he play two people? Uh, I think he plays inside the bar. He's red like, pussy, brown pussy, and then he shows up fat at the end. pussy, thin pussy. Yeah, I think he's the guy that like brings them there or whatever. Or he's at the end after all so. the craziness, but he's also one of the like vampire right. dudes inside. Those double role movies also, are interesting. It, it works. Michael like, Parks plays the sheriff in that movie as well. Yeah, but this ain't about Michael Parks. He already died. Oh no, no, it isn't. It's about Sonny Chiba and Murdy the dog. Cheers, sort of. R.I.P. Can, do you have an empty? Here, cheers me with the pipe. It's glass on glass. It'll clink. Okay, I'll smoke. Can't this. drink till you clink. Okay, got it. And then some actor I've never heard of is dead. Uh, Frankie Mossman. Did you see that one? No. Uh, Who's that? What did they? New Zealand-born soap star. Come on, bro. I don't watch New Zealand soaps. I only watch The Young and the Restless after the news that comes after The Price Is Right. Um, and I use the word watch very loosely. It's just still on. It's still on. Um, and I don't have... Where the fucker is credits, yo? 
Uh ha ha ha. This one's more. It I says, think you read them. New Zealand soaps. No, he was in like a like Spartacus or some some show that the Kubrick one. No, it's a series from probably New Zealand. I don't know. Uh, heartbroken family break their silence as they reveal the struggles of lockdown caused quote scars and high school trauma to resurface before the actor took his own life. Damn Francis Mossman, age thirty three. I feel you, bro. Yeah, and that's not call. listed as a death, a COVID death. No. Uh, yeah, he's a good-looking young dude. He kind of looks like Dean Kane, like a young Dean Kane. Ah, Superman, Spartacus man. What was his credit? It's definitely nothing I've known him from, but I thought it was an interesting one. Spartacus. Where, uh, you got to mix it up. You got you know complications with COVID for Sonny Chiba. You got a dog, so that's just kind of that dog stuff. Uh, you got a suicide here. And then let's see where we go from here. It's just never, the fun never stops when there's lives to be lost, you guys. Did you see this one? Oh, I forgot about Ron. I mean, Fezzy. Fez Watley of the Ron and Fez morning show, which isn't something that we listen to really much or... I've heard uh, like a handful of clips or episodes back in those ONA Sirius X. Right, man. Let's be honest. I almost just called him Ronnie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, oh, I'm trying to think of what my reference was. Uh, What the fuck? Kablooey, right? I say I wake up rocking steady, bumping Ron and Fezzy and something about that. Just for the sake of rhyme, but that was was a really old rap of mine. That's who I'm referencing, and that was definitely in the days where it was all on the same Sirius XM channel. That wasn't a lie. Spawned us into fucking... um, and I did. I would tune in and like wait for ONA and like after ONA, just like leaving the young and the restless on. It's like oh, Opie and Anthony ends, and then like Ron and Fez would start, or like, I like Ron, Ron and Fez would end. So it would be like, yeah, you would catch a lot of that. Um, uh, yeah, and ONA would goof on some stuff. He's a very goofable dude. Really classic, like radio voice, lithby gay, gay fella. He um, did it. Big he, bearish, um, you know, bearded man. But uh, yeah, a legend in radio. I think I, I saw that. That was like the first one. I heard a week ago, and then so I just very, was like one a day. very neurotic, and a lot of the comedy was derived out of like just him being like too neurotic. Like he thinks everyone hates him and is against him because somebody didn't laugh at his joke right. or something. You and know who else funny. is like that? Who's hilarious is Bobby Lee. He always like he's always like neurotic in studio. He's like, I, 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 sh- like, I should leave. Yeah, right. like I, I'm, I'm not being funny. Nobody likes me. And then like it almost becomes part of the bit. It's you like don't you, know if they're doing it's a like bit. It's like he's trolling. Yeah. Or if, if not, I don't think Fez was doing a bit, but it was definitely funny. Sometimes. Um, do you want to hear? Here's the classic clip of him coming out on the air. Oh, run. I thought you were gonna play the the blueberries. Big change to announce today. Uh, on the Rock Fez show. Everybody. So today seemed like the appropriate day to make this announcement and just let everyone know and I appreciate everyone who's been so interested during the announcement but just to let everyone know that um, I've come to terms with things and I just want to tell everyone that yes, I'm gay. He loves the cop. That's them playing the music, not me. (laughs) I'm gay. I'm gay! You want to be gay? Fuck! I am gay. Ron, I'm gay. That's the announcement. I'm putting it out there. It's not a bit. It's not a character. I'm Fez Watley, and I'm gay. (laughs) No, I'm gay. So you're, you play a gay character. (laughs) No, 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 no. I am a gay person. 
I think this is like the a 2012. The governor put it best. I am a gay American. <laughs> everybody knew he was gay, but he never came out until uh, you like 10 years ago. Gay. Finally ready to say the thing that's taken now years to say. Yes. I wanted to do Listen it how shocked uh, Ron Bennington well, is. <laughs> well, not at all. They definitely, I mean, they were friends. Ron was aware. And I think all the Probably encouraged him too. to make it public, you know? <clears throat> it was an ongoing <laughs> joke, though, to all listeners. Like, yeah. Everybody knew Fez was gay. And it's great that he, he finally like, came to terms with it. And, it. and it took a weight off of him, but it was like... You could hear the nervousness in his voice as no, he's like about to right. say, it's like, I have a big announcement. Here it comes. But, I, but I don't think a single fan was shocked. Oh, no. Um, who, who, is the, who is the fucking comic? I can't remember. I don't think it was Chappelle. Who has the... Who blew a guy? No, the fucking... Richard Pryor. No, the it joke... Marlon Brando. <laughs> the joke about the gay voice. I think it might be... Louis C.K. Is it Louis C.K.? And like the guy with his boots spray-painted silver and he's on the street corner like, hello, it's fucking hot outside. No, it's... Uh, no, I think it's like, it... No. That's not a stereotype. They exist by the thousands. That is a great joke, but I think it's David Cross. I think I... Oh, the gay voice. The gay voice where he's talking Me about and like... and were just talking about this recently. It's only like the gay community where it's like it could be let's just say obviously it's a, it's a put on to a degree it has to be right but like obviously um why were we talking we're, about we're all equal right and there's like there's a there's been a stigma in the past about maybe uh coming out or people being afraid to admit you're gay and things like that um where am i going with this i don't know but like and did i mention i was gay liking penises <laughs> and being romantically no, attracted genetic, to men doesn't make you go like this right a genetic thing like you're born gay it's not like for some people maybe they choose but a lot of times that's your identity and you acknowledge that that's how you were born right like that was your sexual preference and it just took you a while to figure it out as you just like all of us are like experimenting as kids and then you figure out exactly what your your, your thing is but um like if it's genetic voice isn't a genetic thing. Like, my kid doesn't necessarily, it doesn't mean he's going to sound anything like me. What I feel like, like it is is an emulation of what they feel is feminine. Right. But it is, it's not, so they're connected, but it's like, yeah. The joke being, but at some point, it gets even, to be like, a, you're kind of like stereotyping chicks. Right. And it obviously doesn't apply to all gay people, but the joke is that it's like, it's only gay people. It's like, there's not like straight masculine dudes that are talking like this. Like, it's not a... It's not part of that inborn identity. And if there was, so where does you it would, come from? You would behind their back be like, right. I'm pretty sure so and so is gay. Yeah. <laughs> that's because it's that's how you associate that voice for the most part. That up. Uh, I swear I was at the grocery store, I think yesterday, and there was a guy in front of me. I just happened to notice tank top muscles. He's a buff dude and he's got all this healthy shit. And he just looks he's and then I hear him talking to the cashier and she's like, How you doing how you doing today? And he's just like, I'm doing swell, I'm doing great. And I was like, Of course he's a jacked hot gay dude. Like <laughs> I didn't think it and I have to think it as soon as I hear, Oh, how how are you, sweetheart? I'm great. And I was just like, I did not expect that voice to come out of that dude. And as soon as I hear it, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm silently judging you, or at least assuming upon you that this guy's gay right the voice I, I can't picture him later on in bed like smear your pussy all over my face <laughs> so i don't know it's just a it's an interesting thing and that's why it's i guess it's why it would be like insensitive for us to sit here dude, we're faking gay voice and it's like you're not see that's rude because that's their thing. but isn't the gay voice sort of a stereotype on women i, I guess that's what they're trying to be right, right like, like that's uh, not, not trying to be but like the voice, in anyways. I don't know. It's just an interesting thing, 
And it's not even doesn't it, it's not even like necessarily from an angle of like criticizing it and it has to change, but like I'm just to understand it. I don't understand it why liking dudes romantically yeah. and sexually like makes you change the way you talk. I I think I forget what comedian it was. I think it was a uh, There's plenty of guys out there I think who, who are it? gay and will just talk to you like this. There's a black lady who has a joke. I forget who it was, but she it's like basically sometimes she has her gay friends and it starts like rubbing off on her and mm-hmm. then she starts talking it's like I'm talking like my gay friends and she's like it makes me feel like I'm appropriating their thing and then I realize all my gay friends are doing black women. So I just come right back to being me. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> who fuck said that? Uh, anyways. I have one more uh, death that I was aware of that is not as fun to goof about and not from like a comedy radio show. Nope. Basically, basically just a big fucking lame thing. Um, Super lame. You're pod up, you know. I'll, I'll cheers my pipe again. But if that. I were to take a shot, it would be for uh, this one. Squeak Pivot um, of Chicago hip hop and Pivot Gang fame. If you know Saba, uh, that's, that's his crew. And we've been fans for a very long time. In fact, like Pivot Gang is probably my favorite Chicago act and has been for years. Hip hop act, at least. But it's no I, secret. I don't even know why I said hip hop. It's like that's what I fucking listen to in Chicago. And that's what yeah. I keep my ear to the ground with. So um, I've, I've been a huge fan ever since we met Saba in 2013. And then ever since then, excuse me, learning more about the group. And, you know, Day-Day, Pivot, producer, and uh, Joseph Chilliams, one of my favorite Chicago rappers, too. Yes, sir. Uh, and the whole group. I like uh, Mellow. You know, I really like Mellow. It's just like, uh, they they don't miss to me. And it's just, not only did uh, one of the members of Pivot Gang already die in some bullshit Chicago violence years ago, I believe it was like a knife fight or something over a jacket. Yep. Something that On the train. didn't need to at all result in anyone, anybody dying. Um, another producer, Squeak. Who we've we've just seen around. We're not buddies with, but I've I've heard his music. Maybe a met lot. once. Yep, he's uh, been at multiple functions that we've been at shows, sharing stages. I think some of like like maybe even like the holiday event with uh, like Chance's thing. Mm-hmm. I forget, but like he's um, yeah, DJ, producer, musician, and uh, shot dead at twenty six last week i guess on chicago's west side so I think it was with somebody else too who died um super bogus this one actually makes me fucking sick and uh yeah pivot gang yeah man we just can't feel really for saba too break uh that what strikes me about it and it being the second member is like pivot gang is so uh, they're not a real gang they're like, not and yeah they're not don't, like, don't get the, let the name <clears throat> pivot uh, gang is the name of their rap collective they're not like gang they're not violent they're not shitty and the people. type of music they make in comparison to the type of music that comes out of chicago uh, it is not like driven by violence and you know selling drugs and fucking killing people. You know, I would no, it's, almost. It's really. Um, I don't know. It it it's what makes me like being in like the Chicago rap scene is because we share vibe. it with people like this. Pivot Gang has like an intellectual hippie vibe, a la yeah. Tribe Called Quest. Even though their music is not you know, like exactly the same, right? Where it's like these are not the guys who I thought like would be losing members. To bullshit like this, it's terrible. A little anecdote. Some artists who make it big can become arrogant, but friends say that wasn't the case with Squeak, producer of the Sabaled Chicago hip-hop group Pivot Gang. When uh, Kira Wooden, a Southside activist and artist, planned her first show in Pilsen's now-shuttered La Katrina Cafe in 2018, she got an unexpected message from Squeak offering to DJ the event for free. And uh, she said she was shocked 
that he came to me and willing to do it for free. I was so happy because I've been a fan of Pivot Gang. He was so nice. Squeak, whose legal name is Javante Wheeler, and his uncle, um, 27-year-old Darian Hood, were shot to death. Wait, 27-year-old uncle? It happens. Because he's 26. All right. It's possible. Um, Squeak's younger sister, Ravita Purnell, told the Chicago Sun-Times that surveillance video from a ring doorbell shows the men were killed by a passenger in Squeak's car. Squeak had driven to his grandmother's house, then stepped out to talk with his uncle, Purnell said. The video shows the passenger getting out, shooting both men, getting back in Squeak's car, driving off, Purnell said. <coughs> This person was in the car with him, and he knew him, Purnell said. So apparently he trusted him uh, enough and took him to his grandmother's home and was talking with him at the trunk of the car, and this is what happened. Detectives reviewing surveillance footage related to the shooting. So yeah, he's rolling with this guy. He pulls up to his own family's home, his grandma and his uncle, and then the passenger that, I don't know, seemingly a friend gets out and fucking starts shooting them. It was the passenger in Squeak's car? Yes. Like basically, if and me and you were driving somewhere and you said hello to your uncle and I came out and shot you both. What? Right. I don't know. I don't know how this happens. I don't know what the fuck. So um, as far as I had seen, I don't know who this piece of shit is that was in the passenger seat and then right. did that and drove off. But I hope well, they find that, out. Maybe that makes it easier and hopefully that makes it easier for them to find him. Yeah, that, thank um, God that there is some technology, like ring doorbell cameras being able to solve murder cases and stuff. Let's go. Obviously, uh, that detail right there means there's a fucking whole lot to the story that we and everybody uh, yeah. else doesn't know about. I just saw that today when I was looking up some more info because <laughs> right. all I saw was um, mentions about Chicago's violence being out of control. And it was vague. And I was like, what happened? You always want to yeah. know what happened, even though it's really just... I thought it was matter. like a it mistaken happened. identity, drive-by type of situation. I didn't know it was his own passenger pretty wild detail and um yeah you just think about like we always we always talk about how like uh we look at people who are younger like we were just remember recently we shoot the uncle we were guessing what conor mcgregor's age was and then we're like yeah he's probably late 30s is 36 i said he's like 31 or two at the time i said it he was 32 and then his birthday (laughs) was like the next day so it's 33 i always so it's like i I forget that I'm fucking old. I'm like, oh, Conor McGregor, he's an old fighter, man. It's like he's younger than me. I forget these things. And then when I think about like these guys, 26-year-old musicians and stuff, it's like I'm almost a decade older. Yeah. And it's and I don't feel old. I feel like if I were taken out today, it would be way too early. And th- this is just fucking insane. So RIP Squeak Pivot, producer and co-producer of some of my favorite songs um, from uh, – one of my favorite albums, Can't Sit With Us. Uh, Colbert, a great leadoff. Maybe it's track two, but... Um, it's track two. Bad Boys. Um, Clark Kent. No Vest. Edward Scissorhands. You ain't got to trim your bush. You ain't got to Edward Scissorhands. Uh, trying to talk to whoever in charge. Man, fuck a middleman. Uh, great tunes. Jason Statham, part two. Uh, if you're not familiar with Pivot Gang and you can't sit with us and any of these guys or those songs I just mentioned, it. check them out. It's, uh, the other day, our buddy Toby Raps, he said he was driving to a show. He texted me. I grabbed his number at Everwild. And he was like, if you have any music recommendations, I'm about to drive alone to a show in another state. So I was like, have <laughs> you ever heard? Me? And I was like. I got a whole playlist for you, buddy. <laughs> 
I, the first thing I said, though, was, uh, have you heard? You can't sit with us. It's one of our favorite Chicago things from the last couple of years. And Good choice. You need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so we the spoke same about goes it for all you dropped. guys. Support Pivot Gang. This is uh, not the first time we've spoken about this album, and it's unfortunate that this uh, the circumstances that we're speaking about it again. Yeah. But definitely listen to it. Um, well, that's very um, depressing. So we uh, RIP, and we're going to keep it moving this week. Hmm. Highly recommended. This next song is from Mexico, the Mexico. And this, uh, this song is entitled El Jinete. El Jinete is the, the horseman. This song is, is about a man who wishes that he could be with his love because she has left him and he, uh, he loved her so much that he just lost everything in life. And so he's now riding alone in the night. Sick tune. guitar <laughs> and wishing that she was with him. El Jinete. Okay, a simple wrong. <laughs> this week's... Highly recommended album. Comes from none other than Jose... Feliciano with his 1969 release Alive Alive Oh <laughs> She's so hot Boom I saw this um, I saw this album for sale at Fine Southern Gentlemen while we were on our Texas tour and it was too much money for me to justify the purchase It was a good copy But I, I took a picture and was like I'm gonna peep this And it's good. A lot of people asked, um, they were commenting about my No Country shirt. Oh, I think it's empty. Do you have weed? So cool. <laughs> I, I need don't. to fill that back up. <coughs> people were asking, where did, where did I get that shirt? Fine Southern Gentleman in Austin, Texas. They have a website. They do have a website. That's where I got it. They didn't have it in my size when I was there, so I ordered it. It's a very cool shop. They do these like, uh, like mashup media prints you know <laughs> yeah you bought a shirt it's the wayne's world logo but it says wayans world right. With and like it's got the picture of the two white, white chicks, chicks. So it's a mashup yeah it's a wayne's world shirt it's also a wayne's bros shirt i also got my girlfriend a shirt that she loves that they had like all these zodiac and i got her a virgo shirt and like she's gonna and it was just yeah a mashup it just was a cool looking thing didn't even realize that like beyonce was hiding in the bushes and she's like oh my god you got me a you beyonce, beyonce Virgo shirt and i was like oh totally yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I know i did <laughs> you're welcome babe score <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're not talking about fine southern gentlemen and we're not talking about beyonce we're talking about jose feliciano, feliciano. jose feliciano you could do a lot worse or as Turn pronounces it, Josie Felicino. <laughs> Felicini. How, how can you whiten this up in your classic demeanor? <laughs> uh, this album reached another one, number one. Ichiban. In the Netherlands. <laughs> Asterisk. It reached 29 in America. It was the uh, around that time, very few double albums had achieved gold status, and this was one of them. It was recorded in London. At the Palladium. Hell yeah. Just a good fucking album. I've noticed that uh, when he's singing in Spanish, he sings American songs, he sings Mexican songs. Jose Feliciano is Puerto Rican. He sings Spanish songs. Um, 
But when he sings in Spanish, he, he his voice is different. He hits a different tone. Is it higher or this lower? This is beautiful. This tone. This is beautiful. And then it's not beautiful when he changes tones. It's is not not beautiful, but Beatles covers. This is him singing the Beatles. Dude, Jose Feliciano is so awesome. This album is great. But it's just like kind of his speaking voice. What's better, the Beatles or Beatles covers? Depends on who's covering them. <laughs> just answer you know, the question. You know my uh, my stance. <laughs> if it's a Beatles cover, it's got to be a person of color. I'm progressive like that. Yeah. I just don't like the way white people do Beatles songs, for the most part. Yeah, it's like, we already heard the... I already heard this song done by the Beatles. I like Grey Matter's uh, I Am The Walrus from the Sorry video. Of course. It's gnarly. But for the most part, white people try and like put too much like fucking Hollywood emotion in their singing voice, or they try and like mimic the Beatles. I like when people from another culture put like another spice and spin on I it. I like to hear a couple of ay-ay-ay-ay's, you know? <laughs> I need a little salsa on my beat. But he, when he sings American, or excuse me, English, he, he kind of sings like that last song. He was singing way more beautifully and eloquently. This is more of like his singing voice, just or his, uh, excuse me, his speaking voice, just yelling. I like them both. And he's famous mostly in America for his cover of Light My Fire. Mostly. This is a great album. Great flamenco guitar playing. Jose Feliciano was blind. Just adds some fascination to it. Why are blind people always so great at music, you know? This album is similar Not to... Always, um, but... I, I recommended a year ago probably a Bobby Darren album live in Las Vegas, When the Curtain Falls or something like that. Uh, just the curtain falls. But he does this comedy routine on it. And it's like... It's not funny, probably, to 99% of modern-day listeners. You, you have to kind of put yourself into the perspective of being in a nightclub in 1963 and these jokes, you know, you haven't heard pretty much all of the comedy that you know. You know, it doesn't exist. Uh, this album has a comedy routine, and it's not funny. <laughs> but it's, it's entertaining to me. I don't know. It's like looking into windows of the past. You want to hear some of his jokes? One of the things, they always have different artists. For example, the first commercial that they had went, well, I doing always listen to the radio in America, such as this one. <laughs> he does like 10 minutes on Coca-Cola yeah, commercials. Really skip around and listen to three seconds of all of it. That's the way to play it. Do that. That's cool. Let's hear the applause for something we didn't hear the setup for. <laughs> right, That's wait. cool. <laughs> All right, wait, here we go. Fresh and joke. So they, they decided, what would Coca-Cola sound like still doing with a Coca-Cola. Western type commercial? Oh, musical comedy is the worst. Musical comedy from 1969. All right, Dimitri Martin, take a hike. <laughs> is he off Coke yet? And he tunes his guitar. Oh, back to the guitar. This guy's crutch. <laughs> yeah, I want laughs, not applause. Just doing impersonations. A lot of comedy bits on live albums from the 60s are them. That's most of what the Bobby Darren one is. Be more funny. 
In fact, they both do the same guys in some of them, but it's just doing impersonations and goofing on people who were famous at the time who, if you listen, 50, 60 years later, you have no idea who those people are. So maybe skip the comedy routine bit if it's not for you, but it's a good album. Great music otherwise. Um, Jose Feliciano. There we go. Alive, alive. Oh. Is he alive? Alive? He is. Oh? Uh, oh, I think he's okay. like 80-something. Well, speaking of music... Jose Feliciano oh. is 75. Oh, you know what? Before we do that, let's do a uh, happy birthday. No P.O. box. You gotta, oh, we got to set that up. Oh, my goodness gracious. But I told you, back when I was still getting hammered at night, <laughs> bought some T-shirts. Me and Term love a good I T-shirt. Saw love a good movie T-shirt. Rucking Fotten. Yeah. Another dope website. Never mind... Uh, Fine Southern Gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. There's a place called Rucking Fun. I thought one of these was for you. It is. Can okay. you guess which one's for me and which one's for you? All right, wait. So it's like, uh, I know it's kind of like hipstery, but they they do these like movie shirts and like movie posters where all the text is in Japanese. Or some. A lot of times it says like the the movie, the in movie English, title. And then it'll kind of does like, yeah, the subtext and But the rest of it like it's all ball. in Japanese letters. Like, yeah, I want Japanese letters on my back. It's like a I got my tattoo, I got my dad a taxi driver shirt from this website and when I showed it to my girlfriend, uh like oh she was like she didn't find it as cool as I did. She's like it's kinda corny the Japanese lettering. <laughs> is that Whatever, corny? Babe. Is that hipstery now? Honestly, probably, but um, I do like a good rare movie T-shirt. I'm assuming the one that's in my hands right now, which is There Will Be Blood. Yes. And this is a cool There Will Be Blood shirt. You're welcome. Bitch. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And I told you when I I'm said I'm assuming it, it's this one with Daniel Day. Is there some on the back? There was, a, there was another one that was cooler, but they were like the sizes were super limited. Woo! That one has... It's like, got the flaming oil rig with the orange... This is sick. But it is no match. Where am I? What do you got here? <laughs> scream 2? Not Scream 1, but Scream 2. Scream 2 Japanese poster shirt. I like the colors of this one a lot. Hell yeah. I like, uh, is that Jamie Kennedy? That's Jamie Kennedy on my Jamie shirt, Jamie Kennedy bro. is the best part Wait of your shirt. Wait a minute. Shirt. I have a shirt with David Arquette, Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> who on it. You. This is awesome. You, uh, you did And uh, what's his name? Cotton Weary. That's his character name in the movie. But, uh, that guy. Uh, Lee Schreiber. Lee Schreiber. We have a song called him. This yes, is do. my favorite possession uh, <laughs> that I own currently. A song called him. <laughs> so we did it, dude. I got drunk and now we have shirts. Bam. Happy wow. birthday. Wow. Thank you, bro. How old are you now? This uh, this segues to um, <laughs> Rucking Fotten has had a lot of cool movies, a lot of cool shirts made out of those cool movies. Uh, I think the first person that showed me Rucking Fotten was our homie Eric. Yes, sir. Eric, and he showed me. Uh, they were they were like basketball shorts with the Fight Club, like logo, just yeah. like that smiley face. It's like well, they're one so eye. like they're they're these like. I sent you an email about a Twitter thread. Oh shit! Oh, did I? Where did I put that? You put it way in the front. Yeah. Oh, we still we dude. We're like I was we're going pooping way today. We're I was, going way overtime. I was pooping today, and I saw that Fight Club was trending on Twitter. Yeah. First of all, I only check Twitter because I see now that uh. Uh, we'll just brush over that uh, Afghanistan has been taken over by the Taliban. Oh, who in a what now? <laughs> and uh, wow, is that a mess? 
I thought we were brushing over it. And, uh, but we don't have so enough I whiskey. See, <laughs> so I see people who are like, Donald Trump is banned from Twitter, but the head of Al-Qaeda or the head of the Taliban still is on the Twitter. And I'll see like the screen cap. So I'll be like, okay, open Twitter. Search the guy. This is how I, I take in information. Yeah, I do that a lot, I double too. check it. I don't know if anybody does this. Yeah, we were just talking earlier. Someone so I, likes to always say, like, crazy? do you know this? I'm like, well, let me see if I can find anything. And if I can't, it just right. shows me how you see a picture of into a tweet. the web. You have to go to find something to validate You see it. a picture of a tweet on Instagram from fucking Lindsey Graham that's like, eat my gaping asshole. And your first response isn't to go to Twitter and check Lindsey Graham's Twitter Wait to see if that's Lindsey not Graham fake. Lindsey Graham said that? <laughs> exactly. So I, I go and I see... I'm there. I'm on Twitter. I don't ever use Twitter. <laughs> Imagine walking around a music festival. Someone's wearing a T-shirt that says, "Quotes: Eat my gaping asshole." Lindsey Graham is the. Is the so, <laughs> the I'm on Twitter, and the only reason I was even there because I don't use Twitter is I was there to see if uh, some Taliban guy actually does have a Twitter. And you know what he does? Okay. But right now, every tweet is you can't read him because he's his Arabic. account is like banned. Ah. No. <laughs> But if it was, if his account wasn't banned, still couldn't, couldn't read, read the it. tweets because they're all Arabic. <laughs> anyway, I see Fight Club is trending. And okay, so you sent me this link and it says, "Hey, f- who is this? Who's this account, by the way?" Some guy, and this is what I hate about Twitter and why I don't <laughs> go on Twitter. It's because they manufacture outrage, uh, and they'll they'll like make trending something that only has a thousand or two thousand or three thousand tweets. Like- when there's a billion people on Twitter, right. a subject with 3,000 tweets is not significant. And they make it trending, I don't know why, because they want people to fucking argue. Because that's how they make, that's what Twitter is. But still, it's something like I aspire for. It's like, if it's like you know, the Palmer Squares are trending. They have uh, so, 1.8 thousand. So almost uh, every time go. you see something is trending that's like, oh, just, this just makes me mad and I want to fucking tweet away. <laughs> <laughs> it's all rooted in some nobody... <laughs> Tweeting some origin tweet that gets whoa, whoa, whoa. all this traction. Chuchillo Lope. I don't know. Is open, not a nobody. Open his page. See who the fuck this guy is. I don't know. Okay. I I didn't look at him. I just went to what was trending, and Fight Club is trending. You don't think at Hostin Cholo is uh, worth some credibility? He's here? got two thousand followers, and he's not. He ain't even got one of them check marks. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> Seems fuck like cool this dude. guy. Anyway, what he's is he got tweet? nunchucks in his ass, dude. <laughs> look, look, he's gonna whoop your ass. He talks shit. And look, <laughs> and look at his tweet. His tweet says, "Hey, film Twitter, I got a question." Hey, film Twitter. Hey, film Twitter. <laughs> He's, I read it in the gay voice. Uh, we all know red flag movies. Fight Club. Red flag movies. Mm. What are those? Fight Club, The Joker, etc. I feel like etc. is a, et a lot. I, I said two things and now etc. Yeah, and you all know, obviously know that. First of all, those two, now I have to associate this red flag title to for the first time ever. And then I see etc. and be like, well, I thought those were just fine. I don't even know. Is what every movie red flag? Red flag movies is first reading up? this tweet. And now you've lumped in a classic movie with one that came out like last year that was like, it was okay. Um, I thought Joaquin should have won for the master. Yeah, there's a 20 year leap. Movie A, movie B, both you know seemingly pretty well done. And uh, Joaquin got a career it. Oscar for et it, etc. Um, th- so, anyway, we all know red flag movies like Fight Club and The Joker, etc. That we can all spot on site, but on is there- site, on it's site. on on site. But is there any green flag movies? Movies that Ooh. you hear someone say that makes you instantly trust or like a person? So you can take from that that like, a red flag me, movie for me personally, it's Hook. Go on. <laughs> So a red flag movie must be the opposite of a movie that makes you instantly like or trust a person. It makes you dislike and distrust that person because they like a fucking movie. Ooh, it's a red flag. 
Can you imagine that if somebody was like, yeah, I'm just a big film fan. Like one of my favorite movies from last year was The Joker. And they were like, okay, this date is over. He's it's dangerous. a red flag. <laughs> He's got toxic masculinity. Like, no, Joaquin Phoenix is just a terrific pores. actor. I thought he just encapsulated the character. I thought the mental like health subtext was very... Where he twirls, red flag! <laughs> where he reaches his arms up in the air while he's, he has a cig and he twiddles his feet on the floor and he's really skinny looking. It's just funny to me. I like it. Yeah. I like the scene where I the... I like his powder-covered emaciated flesh. I like the scene where the midget <laughs> can't get out of the apartment because that's, he locked the lock that's a red flag label by the way midget yeah just yeah. wait for the jeopardy story oh no <laughs> we're not gonna get the fan questions what <laughs> i mean we can't we should go oh, along bummer. We, we skipped it <laughs> <laughs> i'm so crushed uh-huh. i'm really torn up about it <laughs> okay anyways red flag movies so what am i supposed to click this and see what people are saying as green flag movies that's what you're supposed to do Nobody is saying green flag movies too. Um, so yeah, these are the, all of these are very like too long. Yeah, one of them is just what the fuck is a red flag movie? Yeah, what it's the just fuck a lot of talking people. about. Okay, so it's not crazy. This guy's an asshole, but every all the consensus seems to be what the fuck are you talking about? Red flag movie, and it's coming from this like this new. If we have to use the word woke, woke. Wolk. <laughs> I love the wolk of an egg. <laughs> this wolk culture. I got to. Uh, I was speaking too quickly, and I got to the L in culture before I even got to culture. You know, woke culture, culture. <laughs> so this, if we have to use woke culture, like these are people who like their whole life is like rallying against like prejudice. But it seems like so much of this new constructed mentality is about prejudice. Here's what's weird is red flag movies by this guy. What is his name? Chuchio Lope. It's uh, his definition. of uh, They're green flag movies to me. Because first of all, those are fine. I see nothing wrong with like, oh, those are triggering movies or whatever. <laughs> Shut up. So, but there are movies where it, like, even like Schindler's List, but it's amazing. Oh, even so like what, uh, 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 Irreversible so I, with the fucking rape scene, you know? Right. Like what makes the, what makes some of these movies great is that they like pushed the cinematic boundary and told a story that is tragic and needs to be like that story deserves to be told or something like that um so i see it as completely the opposite this guy's looking at it like oh if somebody recommended schindler's list to me like they're out of my circle and i would be like oh like they they like spielberg they like they're they're, um, a cinephile too they know about movies right Um, it's a green flag let's talk movies i had someone Uh, i really i really wish there were more people like I got a couple green... There are none. There are no green flag movies. Everyone's just laughing at this bozo. I got one. This girl's like, uh, LOL, people on Twitter not understanding that red flags are warning signs and not immediate immediate no-goes. Anyway, my green flag is legally blonde. (laughs) (laughs) Legally blonde? So I I, I almost like understand, but this has always been what's been told to me as like a negative quality of mine, a negative character trait. Is that like... Is that a joke or would somebody seriously green flagging Legally Blonde? No, it's not a joke. Seriously green flagging. This movie about a woman who was like... Using the words green flagging. There isn't even... It's about being a dumb... Too dumb to go to school because you're blonde. I've never seen it. Whoa. First of all... It's the shit. <laughs> I'm legitimately a fan. Luke Wilson? Uh, no, it's like, uh, it's I not, don't I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think it stands up as like, you know, watch it with your girlfriend maybe, but like a I silly comedy. I don't think comedy. she wants to watch Legally Blonde. Well, first of all, you're both fucking, I'm on this guy's side now. It, it is a green flag movie. No, it's like, it's about like being a, a ditzy blonde who no one expects anything of. And they, there's, and she exceeds she, all expectations. But she works really hard, really but it doesn't smart, matter because she's too hot to work while hard. While she's smart, she's fashion. 
Uh, I don't want to watch Legally Blonde. The dean or whatever puts his hand on her leg and all the. It's all about harassment and I don't know. There's a lot of red flags about like I don't know sexual misconduct in that. If you're gonna be such a pussy about Fight Club or The Joker, put a red flag on Legally Blonde too. You shouldn't act that way. Right. Here's another. Women are not objects. On uh, his side. Um. So okay, two points here. Uh oh. One, why Fight Club? A red flag. Why Fight Club a red flag? That's what it says. Yeah, I get it. Why Fight Club a red flag is because there are a lot of people who love the movie but completely miss the point. They think it's a movie with cool fight scenes and that's it. If you aren't a person that, <laughs> if you aren't that person, you really shouldn't get butt hurt about this take. First of all, why can't someone just like a movie because they think it has cool fight scenes? What's yeah, wrong cool with that? Cool fight scenes are cool as shit. Cool fight scenes. I is love cool. Them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I watched like every Jackie Chan movie. Oh my god, Rumble in the Bronx! I saw Rumble like in the fucking... Bronx in theaters, and I still have to put that on like every year or two to be like, I, it's been too long. This movie kicks ass. It, it should not have been nominated for best screenplay, and it wasn't. But <laughs> it's fucking best fight stuff. It, it's an awesome movie because there's sick fight scenes. It's great. What's wrong with that? Why I don't get why that makes somebody a bad movie goer. And now this person's gonna bring Nazis into it. Imagine there was a movie. That some felt was pro-Nazi. Okay, well, right there is a problem. If only some people feel it's pro-Nazi, hmm. is it pro-Nazi? Why is can't it? you, even if we're doing, since we're just doing what-ifs, why couldn't you just put, what if, what if you would have just put, <laughs> what if there was a movie that's pro-Nazi? Why did you have to say that some people so feel a, it is? Taxi Driver would be a red flag movie because she's underage. And because it's it's the same thing as Joker. It's about a white guy. Yeah, actually, who, it is the same movie. Got a vendetta mentality, <laughs> and he fucking goes out to kill people, and he wants to shoot a senator. Or Here's something. a green flag movie for you, Dear Zachary. Anyway, Throw that one on. <laughs> imagine there was a movie that some felt was pro Nazi that painted them in a heroic way, and regurgitated their core beliefs. Now imagine that being someone's favorite movie ever. Is that not alarming, no. or is it just a movie? It's about content and how they identify with it. We're talking about Fight Club here. That's what was trending. Why are you relating Fight Club to Nazis? Uh, what's that it's movie so where? easy for them to do that, by the way. It's like you can, it's like, that's like batting practice for them. Like, give me something and let me see how many steps till Nazi. Like, what's I that got movie this. where me, uh, 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 Hitler's in the bunker and people would like re-edit it? There's that scene of him um, like going nuts. Um, and then they shove a pineapple up his ass. Little Nicky. Good movie, dude. <laughs> Does that flag. make me a Nazi? Because I like <laughs> Little Nicky? Get the fuck out of here, Twitter. Oh. No, most people were like, you guys are out of your heads. Um, you know, like, uh, first of all, I get like almost what you're trying to say. Now, you're making that point about, so, okay, for sure. If there's a movie that is, let's say, pro-Nazi, and there's a guy that you know is like, I fucking love that movie. It's great. Like American History X, but they only watch half. Right. You know? <laughs> if someone even says, I love the first half That's of American a red flag History movie. X, and they're not kidding. That's a White Hood movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then you could maybe be like, eh, this guy might have some views. That are a little skewed. Right, but well, why are you using Fight Club to make this point? Fight Club's a good movie. It's a good book. That's a, and that's it's satirical. It's, it's not even it's supposed story. to be like pro this dumb, toxic, quote unquote, max masculinity. Uh, it's it's satirical. It's supposed to be fucking like dissecting it. Yeah. Kind of like making a humorous statement about it. Well, I got to be honest. I don't really care much more for this Cholo guy's opinion if we're going to do a Jeopardy story. 
And really, all that I've taken away from this is that you gotta watch Legally Blonde. Right, we don't bro. gotta get much gotta, into the Jeopardy story. It's just like, first of all, nobody wanted this guy to be the host of Jeopardy. Which guy is this? I'm not bummed out that look at the Mike Richards. He, he's the, the one Laugh got the Factory job. footage came back to bite him. Not that Mike Richards. <laughs> Um, you see these these words. These words are harmful. <laughs> they hurt people. <laughs> it's all theatrical. Anyways, uh, it says a smile. With He's a douche. A smile with sharp teeth. Arr. He's got his sh- what is fucking guy blew it. <laughs> Tiger man got the teeth of a sh- fuck. You don't even know it. <laughs> I don't know it. He doesn't even know it. I keep trying to figure it out. There's this old video of Tiger trying to freestyle on the got radio. Got the heart of a tiger's teeth. Got the heart of a tiger's teeth. Anyways, this smile has sharp teeth, and Mike Richards' rise to Jeopardy host sparks questions about his past. The Jeopardy host search is finally over. Now, uh, sorry, new reporting reveals that concerns about Richards and the show's selection process remain. Who's the girl that wrote this? Mm-hmm. Claire McNair. Claire Bars. McNair. Basically, this is journalism nowadays. Uh, in a nutshell, what this what this uh, article is is she listened. And I saw tweets where people were like... Recap it for me. We only have time for a recap. I saw tweets where people are like, because of this, she's an American hero. What she did is she listened to 40 episodes of this guy's old podcast, knowing that she doesn't like him, but looking for something to get him on. What did she find? Ultimately, he's got a female co-host and a female producer. Mm -hmm. And in like... You know, fucking conversation that are like fun conversations, joking conversations. He'll ask like in a conversation about, uh, remember the great fappening? Yeah. When there was that leak of nudes. So asking his female co-host, have you ever taken a picture with nudes? Uh, well, and then like, banter. It's good so, for what, TV. so what are we talking about here? Like booby pictures? Those are literal quotes in the thing. Like Whoa, booby pictures. Red flag language. Now I'm not saying this guy isn't a douche. I'm not even talking about in the things they're trying to get him for, like his podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. When he was announced as the host, I'm not thrilled. I wanted fucking LeVar Burton. But to take him down over fucking some goofy shit, all the things that they're referencing from this podcast is just like goofy shit. I'm trying to find like... Um, we have too no much- chance in any industry oh, I know. ever because of what we're doing right now. Yeah, it's mostly <laughs> you, but I'm I'm guilty by association. You said faggot <laughs> You're right. I'm fucked. Um... But yeah, <laughs> I love that it's just uh, that. Like scroll, I don't know where it if is. If you listen long enough or <laughs> dig deep enough, someone will say the word that that you didn't like. Uh, if you scroll somewhere, I don't know where it is in this article. Yeah, you, but you didn't really prep me for this one. I I'd know. have to like read it out loud here. I know, but she references multiple she, like, lawsuits. Tap dances around him using the word midget, and then like. I'm sorry, you go. But on. also, well, I'm I'm trying to find real shit, not saying midget, which everybody. So he does. was like the producer of Wheel and Jeopardy. Oh, you know what? I know that because also Adam Sandler is another name, and it always says Mike Richards and Adam Sandler right? at the end of Price, and I'm like, that can't so, be the guy. So what's <laughs> unlikable about him getting the hosting job in the first place is like this is like some behind the scenes producer douche who nobody knows, and he's only getting the job because he's on the inside. However. This I'm seeing now. now, but they're getting him on fucking this lame. Questions about Richards have intensified with multiple lawsuits dating to his time as the executive producer of Price is Right, gaining attention after an early August report that Richards was in advanced negotiations to secure the Jeopardy host job. Lawsuits, two of which were settled, settled out of court. Uh, focused on the mistreatment White of boy, a Potter, f- female. Uh, where are you at, buddy? I got jab. I'm tighter than your bitch, man. White boy powder snort. 
settle out of court. Um, lawsuits, two of which were settled out of court, focused on the mistreatment of female employees by Price's male leadership, including Richards. Richards was originally <laughs> named as defendant. What was the what was the um, mistreatment exactly? One oh, of the suits filed it's just by like uh, girls who were hired to be models. On shows Worked like on Price a, is as a right. model on the show. Oh, like uh, uh, when they got pregnant, the like? they were like, "All right, hit the road." That's really? basically what it is. That's how they did Manuela like that. She's my favorite. That's her name, by the way. It's <laughs> not. It's not like they fired uh, a fucking girl in like a cubicle in an office position because she got pregnant. It's, they fired a girl who was hired to not be pregnant on television to be a model. For things for it to have a certain body type, Whoa. you know what I'm saying? It's not body positive of them to not want her pregnant ass on the floor. Anyway, there's a point where she tap dances around the fact that he he used the word midget and she never types the word midget, uh, and then like says uh, he he used that and also repeatedly used the R slur. The R slur, a derogatory phrase and derogatory phrases for people with dwarfism. I don't know. It's just like it's so That's fucking wimpy. The guy's job is literally asking questions. Like the guy said, retarded one time, and he said right. midget another time, and he said he asked a girl if she ever took a picture of her boobies, <laughs> and she was like a, a booth girl on some other game show. And then he jokingly referred to her as a booth hoe and a booth slut. Even if you don't like those words, here, let's say I wanted the host of Jeopardy job, but I'm out here and I'm going to say it right now, I, I, I saw the boobies of a retarded midget. All right, I'm on, I'm on record saying it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen retarded midget boobies. Okay? Search, go on, go on XNXX <laughs> right now and search midget. But we'll look, see all I of said that. that. It's out well, there. Well, she might not be retarded. But now watch this. <clears throat> Released in 1960, what black and white film's shower scene had people running away from the theaters? Psycho. It's out, that's his job is to say questions like you can oh, say booby midget and then you can what ask is a psycho? question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wager. But yeah, like I still feel like like that's the worst stuff he said is boobies and midget. Yeah, he can still ask final Jeopardy questions. He's got it right. It's not like he was grilling some girl in a fucking dark room with just like one light bulb floating over her in a chair. Right. Putting cigarettes out on her head and saying like, <laughs> did you take booby pictures? They were right. having a fun conversation. Are we going to do any goddamn fan questions or I don't or know. Not? It's just like both of those stories to me were just like, what is going on with the wussiness? I, I go through peaks and valleys, right? Fucking because Christ. a lot of times I'll be shitting and I see this stuff too, and it gives me an idea of something I want to complain about on the show. And then I'll, I saw the I saw headlines about the Jeopardy guy, but I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was having a good week. I was like, thing. I'm not going to. They can myself achieve off with taking this. him down for a, in a bullshit way because we're all like, I, don't, I, I didn't like him as the host anyway. I kind of wanted Levar Burton to win it. <laughs> but I do think it's super lame the way that they got him taken out. You know, it's like. You should take the proper avenues to get the things you want. I don't know. I think this is all just an uh, elaborate ploy by Aaron Rodgers to secure the gig. Or him. Somebody else. He's better. But is he playing football? Get the fuck out of here. Go play football. He's retired. Is he? Is he retired? Is he retired over here? Oh! Um, I think he's retired. I don't know anything about football. Anyways, we're going to do a few fan questions. But before we do that... It looks like our pal Sean Reedy sent us a fan question jingle. Yes. It says here. I I saw this and I purposefully did not listen I, I, so it could be fresh for me right now. You guys joked about making jingles for all the segments of the podcast. And you know what? Episode, I'm going to take s- half a shot from my Richards right now. 
Um, but from Seinfeld, not the Jeopardy guy. Absolutely. I had been singing this in my head for a couple weeks now, figured I'd send it in. So here it is, the new production from S. Reedy. Where is it at? It's time for Bad Questions. It's time for Bad Questions. <laughs> Report. Let's go. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yo, this is like, in a weird way, this is making like a dream of mine from years ago come true, which is literally just that the podcast will one day have structure. It'll have like segments. Yeah. It'll have we production. spoke it Woo. into fruition. Thank you, baby. And uh, Sean strummed and You know what I also like about it is too. because Thank you, Sean. the fan questions are usually such a train wreck. It's so like upbeat, like... Let's go! Right. And it's going to be like, oh, have a high. When did you guys first meet? <laughs> oh, God. T ass report. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Thank you, Sean. Um, <laughs> here is. I'm skipping a few things because. Oh, by the way, oh, dude, this is. Should have fucking mentioned when I opened my shirt. Rocking my dope new shirt. You see this? What's up? Oh, is that the. I didn't. It is. Hell yeah. I paid like $43 for this, and it looks Man, like shit. We love shitty shit. You can't even see that I didn't. I know! It looks like someone wrote it on in pen and then sent it to you. Somebody wrote it in pen on a piece of paper, and somebody decided to put it on a gray shirt. Damn, it would be better on white, huh? I, I DM'd. <laughs> so I followed this account called... What a stupid shirt. <laughs> we didn't even, we could do a whole podcast it. on this fucking shirt. I still now. love I can't it. Believe I'm still going to wear it. <laughs> I, I follow this account called Terrible Sopranos. You should all go out and follow them too. They're wonderful. Oh, man. And it's just terrible pictures, renderings of stills from scenes. There's usually two slides, the terrible picture and then the slide of the still. And uh, my favorite, everybody's favorite, is high on heroin Christopher Maltesanti when he shows up to help Tony with Ralph's body. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and, uh, and Tony's like, I thought I told you this. To not to do that shit. And he goes, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so it's somebody drew in pen. Michael Imperioli played the best junkie. A terrible rendition of uh, Chrissy. It's in with, that scene. And it says, I did dent. <laughs> right. And it's in like pen. And they really should have put it on a white shirt. I DM As an illustration that. major, are you not satisfied with this purchase? As a consumer, I'm not satisfied with this purchase. But you As an illustrator, much better. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I DM'd the account that like, hey, I'm not like upset and asking for a refund, but on brand, this shirt looks terrible. I know you're terrible Sopranos and all, but you should put this on a white shirt yeah. just for future reference. And they never responded. That I don't think right. it ever said seen. They'll never see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I spent like $40 on this, though. <laughs> I also it's ordered- crazy that I'm going to be wearing this fucking Scream 2 shirt around, and I might be not the dumbest shirt in the group walking with you. I also ordered a um, like a soccer jersey, and it's got the Pig Satriales logo, the pork store that they all hang oh, out yeah, at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and on the back, it says Soprano, number three, which I think was Tony's football number. And it's from the UK, I think this was from the UK too. You're a fucking there's hipster like a, nerd. You're a hipster like a, doofus. <laughs> there's like a big UK Sopranos following. Uh, anyway, by the time I got like to the checkout and I was too far to turn back in my head, it was like fucking fifty five dollars. I'm paying so much money on stupid Sopranos. That's how shirts. much the, that it costs less for both of the ones we opened today. Jeez. For sure. For sure. 
and they're really? way cooler. Oh yeah, rocking fun. I think it was fifty five or less. Yeah, no they way. were like twenty three, twenty five each. Right on. Let's go. All right, we got to do a fan question at least. Okay, here we go. Hey fellas, I have a legit question. Um, some guy, I know. My call has been recorded. See, now, if we would have had that TPS report and then just go right into that. See, my calls have been recorded. And he already said a slur. Oh, I can't boy. believe it. That is red flag language. This is unbelievable, <laughs> but, the feelings anyway, that are being um, So, I've been talking to this chick. Fucking adorable uh, uh, Was woman. it a chick or a, a woman? A broad, a slit. It was adorable. It just sounds like she's underage when you say she's adorable. Say she's beautiful. Right. Say she's a beautiful woman. She's a... She, ah, adorable's okay. She's got the baby fat in her cheeks. She just wants to pinch her. Just want to grab a little pussy lips and go... Who's my new girlfriend? Who's my new girlfriend? I was at, I uh, I was walking Archie the other day, and a guy just some guy walked by. He's smoking the roach of a blunt and like flicked it in the street. Get smoked like that blunt. Get smoked. <laughs> and it was, and then I was just like in my head though because I smoke and I'm like his age, and I was just like, you know, that's cool. Not like cool. Not, but it's like I, you know, you don't got to worry about me walking around late and you're smoking weed in the neighborhood or something. But it was just like it's in my head, and he's look, hey, cool, bro, I'm cool, cool young black kid, right? And in my head, I just started. I was thinking and just making myself laugh out loud with what would be the lamest thing I could say to try and really like blowing on that good, good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, loud pack smells like straight gas over there, bro. Like the whitest, corniest ways to be like me was too. That blue dream or diesel, huh? <laughs> Stuff gives me nightmares, you know what I'm saying? And I start nudging him with my elbow. <laughs> All right, um, guy, let's get it. He starts and seeing a new girl. Let's go. She's adorable. I didn't intentionally adorable. have, like, <laughs> hopes of anything happening with it. We just started talking. I got to wait four uh, or five years legally. Started speaking out about music and stuff. And then eventually, uh, over time, we uh, met up. And, and go on. yeah. Shit went down. Problem is, she's married. Well, there's the and twist. Some on twist. Womp, womp, womp. I don't know how I feel about it because, according to her, she's like on the verge of leaving the suit. Oh, they always and are, aren't they? The justification is like, you know, if we truly like each other, why, you know, look past it. But also at the same time, I'm thinking like, why the fuck would I start a relationship with somebody who like clearly, you know, doesn't have the moral line of cheating? Right. And also, if you if you start your relationship with a girl uh, where she's cheating on some guy to be with you to start the relationship, right? How are you ever going to be comfortable in that relationship, knowing that that's how your relationship started? Of course, she's. She's capable of doing that to me. Subtext plot line of uh, James, I'm sorry, Dave Franco's debut movie, The Rental, we saw in theaters last year. Not bad. That's what was happening with uh, the cute girl from uh, Mad Men who's in it. What's her name there? Allison Brie? Allison? I think you're right. Like, yeah. Trudy. Yeah. That was the thing with her character. She finds out her boyfriend, uh, they hooked up when he was with uh, somebody else. Or that's how they'll, you know, watch the movie. Go on. And, and it had a- uh, I didn't even drink. The guy from- uh, 
Vegas Vacation, who was the Tony... Jesus. Let's end. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. (laughs) Toby Huss from from Vegas Vacation, who's the Frank Sinatra lookalike. Toby Huss. Who gets Rusty his fake ID. Your name's... Uh, Dude, with all the movie references we throw out from Tommy Boy two hours ago to now, it's like, do you think anybody is keeping up with any of these? First of all, we butcher half of them. They're not even enough to land the reference. But you, Papa Giorgio from <laughs> Yuma, Arizona—that's the name. I knew it would come to me. Uh, he's also the Wiz on Seinfeld. I'm the Wiz. I yeah, I know him from that even more. Right. Uh, so, anyways, he was good. Um, guy's dilemma. You don't want to get involved with this girl, right? This is um guy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Are you impressed? Or? No, I don't know why that was funny, but back up two seconds. No, I mean, we got it. That, that's it. There's just, that's Isn't it. there an ender here? I mean, we're so overtime. Questions are, am I fucked up? And You're not fucked up. Probably. It's some guy's pretty fucked up right now. <laughs> uh, I'd love to get your guys' perspective. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it. it's a bad call, but love I also... I understand the allure. First of all, like it's, I'd fuck a married lady, right? It's like if her it husband sounds, was like in a wheelchair or something. It's, you really hate the <laughs> handicap. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I didn't this even week. mean for that. Um, but I just think like it's just, just not a threat. <laughs> it's like you're gonna go out of you just trying to fuck handicapped bitches' wives, um, dudes' wives. That is, if their husband he's a was a bitch like, ass dude, if he's handicapped, was right? a bitch that- ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, guy. If I could take their husband, I, I get what's like married woman. Especially look, he, like he's single, so it's almost like when you're the guy and you're gonna be like, "Look, this ain't my problem. I'm not married." But it's like you're committing the, you're, she's you using know, you to commit the act or whatever. If of, this uh, guy came called? and shot you in the head because you Fidelity? had sex with his Infidelity? wife, you wouldn't be the first guy to die because of that. Um, but no, I like it's, it. Does, there's a thing, you know, sexually like wrong things that are taboo. Like it's why, like the idea of like fucking a married lady or like the it's temptation of cheating. Unethical. It's be, it's it's you Immoral. know it's right. Doing something wrong is like tempting, right? So I get like ooh taboo. It's yeah. it's fucking hot so, to have sex with your aunt. No, that's taboo. Guy gets a blowjob from his aunt's porno movie. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen Taboo? I don't think so. I played the game. Next time you jack off, <laughs> <laughs> you should Google Taboo. So, I mean, XNX Exit. Um, we're, look, you've been demanding we go to XNXX all episode, but quite midgets, frankly, taboo, be a four-hour one. <laughs> don't make me search Taboo Midgets into my browser. Um, so, yeah, I would say maybe just bail. You already hit it, right? He said he said like things were picking up and things went down and <laughs> right. It's like all right, well then you got the stat in. If that, it's probably a bad long term look. Say she does leave her husband. Maybe you guys talk about that then. But uh, yeah, you're you're right. I think you're right to feel like uh, it's a bad move. He said she was adorable though. She is. That's of course she is. She's married. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh it's a tough. Dis- it's like. And he's also saying, didn't he say Isn't that- it just easier to not? Like, it's like going out. It's like, hey, you want to come to this party? It's like, that's, eh, I'm just not in the mood tonight. So it's it's just, you don't even answer the text and be like, oh, you know, like, I'll, I'll catch the next one. Or I, uh, didn't he say I wasn't that, by my uh, phone. Just make something up. Just fucking let it hang. He didn't find out about the marriage, the mirage, until after they had hooked up. Right, so now, so if, not, if if that is the case... You ain't in the wrong. Right, but now would be the time you to pull duped. the ripped cord, you know? Cut it off. True. You cut it off. You cut it off. <laughs> you gots to go through me. Um, yeah, I, we don't have a great answer for that, but whatever. Here is our new 
fan question jingle producer himself. It's your boy, Sean Reedy. I had a question. Um, this is the thing that has been on online discourse that I've seen around. And if you guys, you guys might have answered this before. If you have, just skip over it. But online I wanted discourse. to know, when you take a big old fat dump uh, and you're ready to wipe your anus, do you wipe your anus standing up or do you wipe your anus still sitting down? I, uh, for one, um, wipe it standing up. Wow. I wiped it a couple times sitting down recently. A and I couple gotta say, Hold on. I think scientifically it is the, um, it is the better Yeah, way no to do shit. It. So, uh, a lot of anyway. shit. There's no shit after you wipe <laughs> sitting down. a bunch of shit when you stand yeah. up and smear it all over the cheeks. You, sh- you wipe standing up? Oh, I'm sorry. That's not right. I have heard in the past only two men speak of this, and it was Joe Rogan and Big J Okerson. Yeah, I remember uh, Bonfire years ago. They figured this out, and Big J said he was a uh, Big J a went stander. on Joe Rogan, and I'm pretty sure yeah they talked about it. Anyway, yeah, I've heard people and it's discuss. Always this. been weird. And it's funny. He's an online discourse. I think. I mean, there's plenty of threads. I'm sure, but online it's disgust. Ap- apparently. This is a thing that because people don't openly talk, like, I got to use the restroom, and then they'll come, it's it's not like, how'd you wipe? It's not a thing that's publicly spoken about. Apparently, a lot of people do it both ways. Like, a lot of people stand up and wipe. I am not one of those people. I am a sit down. I'm a sit down wiper. Lean to the side and wipe my ass type of guy. Now, here's here's another change up, (laughs) because there's a lot of realms to this. I like to go sometimes. Whoa, no. Down the middle, and I go like back to front wow you do like you're not supposed to change a diaper you know right you, and this is what i hear from people is like you're gonna get it in your pussy <laughs> don't you get poo all over your balls and it's like i'm not retarded i can feel where i my- don't have midget <laughs> boobs <laughs> listen sir i gotta do it midget boobs that was the thing you got fucking golf ball news <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm fucking, I'm not an idiot. I can feel where my asshole, where I'm no longer what about touching your taint my asshole. Hair? Isn't it going to be shitty? I can feel where it's my taint. I don't wipe it through my taint and ooh, just wipe it all <laughs> over my, <laughs> I don't just wipe it all over my body. I know I still, where my asshole ends. I still don't ever do you can, that. You can get the lip. I have zero. Inch, why? What motivates you to do it that you can, way? You can get why, like though? scoop into the lip of the Why anus. is one direction not good enough? Like from I do both reaching back. I do both. Why is one not good enough? Is my question. Both is better. That's my so. answer. Like, but I. It's more ha- thorough. Maybe I'll try it, but that sounds asinine to me. It sounds crazy. Ass uh, ten. I give it a ten. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Sean, you've been doing it wrong. I, I suggest you sit down more. You know, and give it. Keep trying that out because and I suggest it's you like try out the front to back. It naturally, you know, kind of spreads the cheeks. Not front to backer. You sit down. You're still going back to front. You just go in through the legs. I have under done, the balls. I have um, I've, scoop it. I've had like you know a shit where it's like it's a, you're wiping too much. It's just like this shit is a it's like melted crayons. It's fucking gross. It's 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 taking. How am I it's not too done sticky. wiping now? Right. So I feel like this you is start crazy. to fear that you're this this flush is going to clog the toilet. And I've, we've There's talked too with much paper in the bowl we've already, and with, I'm not done. We talked with I'm not done. <laughs> we talked with um guy in the past about like a little the little blood dab, you know. Oh, I've course. had that problem, of course. And there's been times when it's like, look, I'm done shitting, or maybe it's like now uh, I'm just dabbing blood. Right. And there's been times where I'll be I'm wiping, I'm sitting, and then I get to that point where I'm like, God, darn it, one of these. And I have like stood up to kind of like clench like uh, the the toilet paper, let my butt go back in a little. And you know, like a lady, when she puts lipstick on it, she takes toilet paper and she goes, 
Like she puts right. some on the. That's what I do with my ass. <laughs> I put some. I just put it right in there. <laughs> but I, oh, I, I wasn't joking, dude. When I took one of those shits, my ass bled it ever wild, and I, it, it hasn't happened in forever. And I was like, wild. <laughs> but I fucking um, I it wouldn't stop bleeding, and we had to go on stage. And I didn't. I knew I'd have another shit, but like people were waiting for the green room Get bathroom. It. It's like the the VIP bathroom or whatever. And I was just like wasting time wiping my bloody ass in there. So I like I shoved some in my ass and I like butt clenched like I walked to the porta potty and then like took it out because that was enough for it to like basically It's a man pond. It, yeah, it's it man ponded. It. it it stopped it. There you go. Um so I've done that. I've had to like use my standing as leverage to stop a more serious. That's not what he's concern. talking about. No, just in general, it's crazy to stand he's up. He's talking about you push a shit out and then you stand sitting up sitting down. And Doesn't then you your stand butt cheeks up smush exactly, the, and you yeah. let your cheeks smush it all together. You, you let your cheeks smush it all together, shit. <laughs> I remember uh, years ago we spoke about um, ONA earlier and Ron and Fez, and listening to Bob Kelly on uh, Opie and Anthony, and he was talking about how he has a bidet in his house, and everybody needs to get a bidet. Bidets are great. Um, I think the last time I used a bidet was in the green room in Fort Collins, Colorado, when we played with Greaves. Uh, yeah, as, yeah. As junkyard samurai, that might be. Well, I don't know if it's the only time, but I that think might be the, the last only time, time I've ever used one. It was the last time for me, and it was too long ago for that to have been the last time because they're so enjoyable. Yeah. But his, he was like trying to convert. Oh, and the seat was heated. Ooh, yeah, it was a good one. He was trying to convert everybody in the room, and his way of his way of describing the process, the antiquated process that they've been using their whole life of toilet paper. He's like. uh He's like, it's like making a peanut butter sandwich with your ass cheeks. He's like, <laughs> it's like smearing peanut butter across bread. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's what you're doing every time you wipe your ass with paper. Well, look, it, it's not necessarily the most original uh, podcast discussion. I've heard other folks that we've listened to discuss this, but hey, you know what? Sit we got to do another episode every week. I sit so. down. Uh, why don't you write in if you shit and wipe the wrong way? So, TPS Reports uh, Podcast. Gmail.com. There you go. Uh, let's do that. I had a, so many um, fan questions pulled up, but let's just do this last one and wrap it, and we'll save the rest for later. To wrap that gavel up, B. Yo, <clears throat> if you were gay, who would if. be the three dudes you sleep with? Sleep with. Either Not even separately five. or fuck it. It could be at the same time, dude. Uh, however you get down. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 smoke one more time. Get down. <laughs> That's got to go with a little like thumb swipe, thumb nose swipe. <laughs> she already know what it is. <laughs> um, I like how and he goes like, if you were gay, who would be the three dudes? You like, you think there's gonna be just three? That's it. If I was gay, you're all on my list. <laughs> all dudes. Uh, let's see what we got here. I got one over hand. Hmm. Give me the lights. I go. Love gay people. That's okay. good. Enough. Uh, <laughs> Um, three dudes I would have gay sex with. Let's go now. Real quick here. Who do we got? This sucks. It's one of those questions where it's like, I know I have answers. He didn't say have gay sex with. He said sleep with. Mm, cuddle. Loophole. Cuddle sesh. Loophole. We've slept together. Yeah. Multiple times. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Passionate. <laughs> we've been on the Tenderly. road. Uh, we've been on the road for years. Yeah. Sometimes shows. you got to split a bed. Sometimes you just got a king bed. Sometimes you book a double and then you get there and it's Sometimes one. Sometimes you just got a twin bed. Yeah. Do we? No. Uh, we we've probably shared, a, shared twin? a twin bed once. Probably. I mean, before. It's me and you. So I'm not probably. doubting it. 
Three um, dudes to sleep with. I mean, most of the No More Jobs tour would be you and I, and then either Nether Friends or Vanna, and like almost every night we were like... Yeah, I, I, well, I roll they, to the left, you roll to the right, right and like they, they split came up. on tour. <laughs> on our tour, almost every night, the opener would get their own bed and the two of us would share one. Yep. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a pretty glorious lifestyle. We're close. <laughs> Glamorous? We like to do that. Eh, this is hard. It's like my dick. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm thinking about dudes I'd fuck. I don't fucking know. Because mm, I don't want to be cliche. Like, I can think of hot dudes. Hot dudes. You know? It's Ryan, easy. Ryan Gosling's a hot dude. That kid that died and hung himself is, you know, he's a hot looking he was kid. He's a hot dude. I'd fuck that guy. Dead. Mario Lopez. Um, is this like now or in their primes? Because that's another. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, and if we're going to consider the deceased, because I like, only meant Mario Lopez in his prime. I don't I, mean now. I still haven't watched Brokeback, but like I think I do think Heath Ledger is beautiful, but he's not around anymore for me to fuck. He's a good looking dude. With. It's probably yeah. not his honestly his most good looking movie. He's supposed no. to be all like no, that was Dark Knight. Rugged. I want to fuck him as Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Fuck! I need like a. We need. We need hold on. I'm gonna search just hot search actor hot dudes. guys. Yeah, hot. No, actor just hot hot, dudes. Okay. Hot dudes. But it's just gonna pull up <laughs> bunch of like Pride Parade dudes. Search bareback bathhouse. Look, these are all nobodies, but they're all hot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. All right, I would fuck that guy mm-hmm. and that guy. Got him. Got him. Need him. Got him. Need him. Got him. Oh, oh this guy spilled. Oh, I thought that guy's cock was out. Would you fuck this guy? Right That's here? the one I was trying to find, like look at. Yeah. I was moving closer. All right, we need to see. I, I want people. Let's see. Hot. I don't know because it's a hard thing to answer. Like, if I was gay, man. there's a lot of like fucking not like just. Um, yeah, here we go. Let's get conventionally into or cliche hot women who I like to fuck. There's a lot of women who I'd like to fuck man. like because they're not. That's the, the, that's the thing about like the, one of like the challenges. Conventionally hot, <laughs> Chloe Savini. There's a whole thing called like ugly sexy. Yeah, but there's like, uh, like Chloe Savini. One of the challenges I imagine of being a woman and navigating the dating world is sexy. like you you see a guy and he's hot and he seems nice, but they're fucking vapid or they're crazy or they're prone to bar fights or something. You don't know that, so Barf. it's like. Zach Efron is somebody where it's like if I were a a gay dude and just saw him, I would be like, "Looks like yeah, no." Uh, You try this every time, but I I, from where I am and I'm a little drunk. Come on, give me this. (laughs) No, I'm never giving it to you. (laughs) But like I, like he would be a hot dude. I'd want to fuck as a gay guy. Hell yeah, you want to fuck me? But I've also seen his show on Netflix, and I know how dumbass he is. Awesome, this is cool. Oh no, no way! I'm I'm not looking at Zach Efron. I already know his personality doesn't work. I'm looking at Ian Summerhater. Excuse me. Oh my God. That's the one I said looks like me, not Zach Efron. Oh, well then, I'm know, I'll give you that because he looks like he just got shipwrecked. He's got his fucking five o'clock shadow. Only that picture. <laughs> his hair is all stupid. All yeah. the other ones you, you brought do up look of like him did look nothing like me. Who is this guy? He's uh, known for playing Boone Carlisle in the TV drama Lost. Oh, He's is from he Lost. the one from uh, Rules of Attraction, the gay one? That's uh, not saying. That's him. Love that guy. He's Paul in Rules of Attraction. And yes, okay, I'd have sex with Paul. Rules of Attraction. Dude, uh, this guy from Twilight, like Taylor Lautner, he's like, he looks like his cheeks got stung by bees. He's That's not hot to me. I would not fuck him. What about uh, uh, the guy from the, the, the Aquaman character from The Boys, this guy? <laughs> That's <guy's> funny. <laughs> Is he hot, though? Is I mean, he hot enough to sleep with? Not if I'm only choosing three. What about Franco Brothers? Are they hot or are they problematic red flag actors? I mean, hot because of the problematic. Right. 
Fucking right. take that uh, pussy guard away from me. Hemsworth, this cliche. I, I gotta be honest. Johnny Depp is lucky to still be on this list. Totally. He is an aging gentleman. Brad Pitt, you get the pass. You're Brad Pitt. But like Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp feels doesn't, old doesn't in this get the list. past? N- no. No? But like Brad Pitt looks better now than Johnny Depp looks now. Yeah. He still gets the consider and he's Brad fucking Pitt. It was never like Yeah. You know, it was never Johnny Depp, was never the A list, like, you know, if uh, if I ever had a chance to what is that? The, like hall pass if I if I ever met Leo and oh it'll never happen. So you know what? If you ever did, then it's it was always Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's like the top tier hot guy and Leo. I'm sorry, Johnny. Love you, Bubby, but you're washed up. You're a has been. Jake Gyllenhaal, not my type. Like his Jake movies. Jake Gyllenhaal, he's weird looking. Hugh Jackman, too old. Uh, no, not into it. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. This list is getting older. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> this is like a chronological Robert birthday Downey list. Robert Downey Jr. is almost Robert Downey Sr. Ooh, Robert Pattinson. A little goofy looking. Right? I know, but it's kind of like good goofy. Kind of like Chloe Zavini. <laughs> All right, there you go. David Beckham is a beautiful man. Where's he at? Ooh, my goodness. He's got that plantation owner goatee. Look at Tom Hiddleston. Dude, Ben looks, Affleck looks like a CGI'd face in a movie. They look hideous because they're all surrounding David Beckham. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Wow. All right. Wow. Who did I say Loki? was first? Get out of here. That guy's That's who. Hot. That's Tom Hiddleston. He's goofy-looking. He's, he's got a five-head. Mm. Okay, we got the uh, oh James McAvoy split. Goofy looking. Goofy looking. Tom Hardy. Hunk. Hunk of meat. Hunk of, Hunk of cheese. cheese. All right, we got Tom sure. Hardy. We got Tom Hardy. Who is the <laughs> other guy? Beckham. Like David Beckham. <laughs> Let's find another one. You here. know what? <laughs> what if they all got tiny dicks, though? This should really go by Wang size. Jason Momoa, Tubuku. 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 <laughs> Uh, Jude Law again. He's just like it's got his his modern headshot. No, I gotta you see got twenty here. years ago. Jude I want Law. a prime specimen of Alabama black snake. Ooh, black guy. We need a black guy. Tubuku. Um, but we do. Jamie Foxx. No, but like Jamie honestly, Fox is a fox. If I if we're gay, if. does this n- n- like more so go by <laughs> Jared Leto? Just looks like a chick. <laughs> Look at this asshole. I mean, I'll fuck Jared Leto right now. Yeah. Um, Dallas Buyers Club, Jared Leto. Oof. <laughs> Not initiated <even>. xylophone <laughs> rip, rip gate after the beating um urban legend jared leto so if we're gay <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at like who we'd want to fuck are we gonna go off of the fucking beautiful face or are we gonna go off of like i'm mostly going off of beautiful big faces. fat dick because i think if you know we're probably going to be going off big fat dick, and it doesn't matter what they look like. Yeah, but like. you don't know that. That's like like even knowing a personality, you know, of a guy. We're <laughs> going off what. of just just the uh, you know love at first sight. Here. No, you could be like you could your three answers could be Ron Jeremy, old fucking almost dead guy. So yeah, what about who's this guy? Who's Shamar Moore? No idea. Black don't crack though. Look at Will Smith. They they still have Heath Ledger in here, and he's been dead 13 years. He's the wow. only dead guy in the list, but he's so hot. Yeah, you know what? I'm fucking dead Heath. Dead for how long? And he's right next to Harry Styles. Yo, Harry Styles is kind of hot, too. I look like Harry Styles. Dude, you want to fuck me? No. Maybe, uh, no, you look like Ian Summerhater, but I don't want to oh, fuck him. right. He's my other one. So, yeah. Ian Summerhater. <laughs> no, you want to fuck you. David Because you look the most like him. And fucking fine, Tom Hardy. So long as they're all hung. Yep. Skarsgård? Yeah, your name. Is he the it guy? This guy. Pennywise? He's a good looking dude. 
Yeah. That's a pretty man. Oh, dude. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender makes my list. He's he's the prettiest man in Hollywood to me. Let me confirm here. Michael Fassbender. I don't know how I could so confidently say that if it took me fucking 10 minutes on Ooh, the subject. Um, Elliot Page. <laughs> <laughs> Look there at we uh, go. <laughs> Michael. Dude, good loophole. Um... Yeah, he's another guy who's like getting older, but he looks great. Look at this guy, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, and I watched that movie Shame, yeah, where they show his dick. Good, decent hog. Yeah, this guy's hot. That is for certain. And if I'm being honest, I'd probably fuck most of these dudes. Jason Momoa, Colin Farrell, they're all. I mean, if we're being honest, Christian Bale, come on. Wouldn't we fuck all of these dudes? Shane Tatum. Like, uh, it's a good story. Crispin Glover. Just start naming not hot guys. <laughs> Alan Alda. <laughs> really old guys. All right. Well, we did a poor job of that, but I think there were three in there. Did a great job. I answered this question <laughs> to the max. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have some stuff to promote. Chicago, September 17th, with or without it. Album release show. It's finally going down at the Chop Shop on North Avenue. Get your tickets at palmersquares.com. Do that. Do that shit. 708-797-3079. Give us a call. And Podcast at gmail.com. Do you wipe standing up? Who knows? Um, no, honestly, uh, please send us some... Um some voicemails and some fan emails. Stuff about like about if you having st- sex with gay people or taking shits and wiping shits or even midget boobs. Like this is great stuff, you guys. Those this three is things what we in want. particular. Yes. If more. you're if you're calling for something else, hang up. Too bad. Um, I don't know why I skipped just past Chicago. We have the Chop Shop show uh, in September here, but we also have Boston, Boston! October twenty first. You fucking cocksucker. With Jarve, with Spose. We're going to be on the Northeast Coast. It's happening. Spizzy Spose is headlining. We are second billing. The homie Jarve before Um, us. It's a night to remember. Also not headlining us on October 22nd in Portsmouth. We're falling off. Our best days are behind (laughs) us. We're a boat act now. Um, No, we're going to try and book some more stuff while we're out there, too. So we might still have shows for end of October. And, um, headlining, schmedlining, who cares? Yeah, I'm going to do it for the love, personally. So, <laughs> um, What else? What else here? With or without it, vinyl, there's not many of them available at bishoprecords.com, but if you haven't gotten one, now's your chance. Almost you guys, gone. with or without it, vinyls are scarce. Yeah, sure. And uh, patreon.com slash palmersquares, we're planning to have another short one take rap video on patreon on the first of september so uh, even keel by the way out now everywhere share it for us like the facebook ones never do I, my facebook got hacked and fucking deleted so i don't even i don't even do that anymore but um they never do like as much as the youtube ones and uh, you know share that give us a share it helps tell the people who we are um and don't stream face melt maybe find the songs on youtube or uh like just uh, listen to Palmer Square's albums. And leave us a five-star rating on the podcast, uh, if you so please. And subscribe. I'm trying to get those numbers up in 2022. Let's do this thing. If you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts and you're not subscribed, you're a jerk just fucking and click, we hate you. Click out and click to the thing and click subscribe. Right now, you could do it right now. So yeah, like I said, I'm giving we're, you the time to do it. We're trying to in real time book a few more shows. And now you're subscribed. It's nice. It's done. 
before Thank the you. end of the year. Thank you. I appreciate it. Not sure where. Maybe out in the Northeast. Um, we're going to be in Texas doing a Skankfest performance, I believe, in Houston uh, early November. Maybe we'll be able to book an extra thing out there. We don't know. Stay tuned uh, for more information about all that. But really, the main thing we want everybody to know and uh, the soonest fun thing with or without album release in Chicago. We haven't played Chicago in two years. We got Tiny Chain Gang opening up. We're securing some more acts right now, and if it goes the way we think it is, it's going to be cool, and it's going to be a great show. We're going to have basically free Square Dance Tour leftover shirts and other shirts you can buy. Uh, come on out. Watch us do the whole album and more songs with our friends. A jolly old time. Yeah. To be had. Yes. Chop Shop. Uh, tickets on sale now at palmersquares.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah! And I think we're going to get out of here with my girl doll, Crystal Gale. Fuck yeah, dude. You never gave up on me. And I'm never going to give up on you. You know? I think this song speaks to all of us deep down. <laughs> Got to shout out my girl. Uh, and everybody at Everwild, so much fun. Such think, a great time. I think at this point we have in our possession... More Crystal Gale vinyls than with or without it vinyls. So, bishoprecords.com. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not getting rid of these. I got three Crystal Gales and a Cosby or two still. This is going in the collection. So, going in the vault. <laughs> Let's keep the joke running this week with uh, You Never Gave Up on Me, right? Crystal Gale. Find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist, maybe. And we'll see you next week on the TBS Sports Podcast, Smooches. Kill Whitey! All the time you stood by me. Through right and wrong For being there to catch me When I'd fall I love you for your faith in me For all the joys you've given me But this one thing makes me love you most of all You never gave up on me When I was giving love up on you Every time I thought this love can't work You stayed to see it through You never gave up on me When I was making things rough on you And you showed me what it really means To love somebody And though sometimes we might not see things eye to eye Always meant me more than half the way So for all the times I've let you down And you could have packed your things and gone I love you most of all because you stayed And you never gave up on me When I was giving love up on you Never mattered who was right or wrong Never gave up on me when I was making things rough on you And you show me what it really means to love There were times I just knew you did not understand the moods All those long and sleepless nights I put us through Just a Now there's nothing in this world I wouldn't do for you Cause you never gave up on me 
Every time I thought this love can't work You stayed to see it through You never gave up on me When I was making things rough on you And you showed me I, I saw the boobies of a retarded midget. All right, I'm on, I'm on record saying it.